0: Hello and we are back, welcome to Inside Out Podcast, don't worry you'll hear the music but I just wanted to jump on here before the episode this week and say that we are back and you know there's been a lot going on and it's just good to be back on the Inside Out Podcast this week's episode it's an absolute beauty and it's an extra long episode to make it up to everybody enjoy the episode and we are back weekly episodes of inside out podcast shooting the shit take it away with the preview for this week's episode
1: before i knew it, i was talking like
2: Borat. <laughs> it was just like this <laughs> <laughs> um, for the, the listeners, I had my left hand in a O, oh, OK, position, got my first finger, the index finger of my right hand, and put it through.
1: Yes. The universal sign for sex.
2: You <laughs> need to learn to breathe, fucking
3: hell. <laughs> Welcome to Inside Out Podcast. Here is your host, Sean Barnes.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 14. It is Friday, April 8th. It's Inside Out Podcast, and obviously you're not listening on April 8th, but I'll tell you something. I'm here with not one, but two people today that don't oh. get too excited. It's just one right now, and oh. it's the co-host, and as oh you can God. tell, he's... He sounds like he's out of breath for a certain <laughs> reason. But anyway, that is the science. What, uh, you can't see this like I unfortunately can. You know what? Michael is the co-host, and he is the only person I know that is the human who <laughs> the, <laughs> the human equivalent to a typo. <laughs> uh, well,
2: I you made a wee bit of a typo there, Sean, to be honest. So. <laughs> uh, a
0: one well, typo. You know, exactly. <laughs> A terrible intro to the podcast this week, but just to be clear, we have a, a guest coming on today.
2: Yeah, he's not cheating on me. He's not cheating on me. The there when I had, I'd smash him if he did that. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you know, he's uh, he's actually your pal. <laughs>
3: true.
2: Let's true, get the
0: association yeah. kicked off right away. <laughs> That's true. Okay. We're not going to reveal yeah.
2: anything else till uh, later on, but yeah, we're going to have a nice, wee chat, and uh, it's not a joke. You will uh, see it when you listen, or listen when you see it. And,
0: uh,
2: yeah, it's juicy, mm, juicy, juicy. And
0: don't think Episode- this is a, re- this is a recording after the fact, this is before we're doing all this in real time. Like yeah. we are going to be using the pillars of the internet and rather side FM <laughs> shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> I would hope to be a future sponsor of the program. Uh, yes, yes, please. But, uh, you know, anyway,
2: that's fine. Yeah. And, um, You know, episode 14, as you rightly said, uh, for once, and, uh, you know, I've already said this is my lucky number, and my favourite player, Terry Orney, had that, as I said. You know, I've got a few uh, things for that boy. But not just that, I want to elaborate on the number 14 for our listeners, viewers, whatever you are doing. The 14 is the minimum age limit to drive a 50cc motorbike in Italy. It's the most common age of criminal responsibility in europe and in some countries it is the age of sexual consent jesus christ disgusting but (laughs) i'm going to twist that a little bit at the end there because it did creep me up a wee bit i don't want to end on a a creepy note so for you Mm -hmm. dildo lovers out there 14 (laughs) is the atomic number to identify silicon
0: I thought you were. So, you know, funny because I thought you were going to say something like fourteen is the average numbers of dildos that people own.
2: <laughs> I mean, what do you actually think it is? Like, I don't know. and Summers might be able to tell us, but do you think girls have that? So, you you got this big monster sixty? That's quite good, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it rumbles inside me too. It's great
0: it's like is there anywhere I can order this but it comes up as something else on the credit card
2: though <laughs> oh <laughs> this literally leads me on to the perfect story on oh okay the...
0: <laughs> this, this is what you call up for the other individual
2: that's right, I'm... it's like a double team in tennis, it's lovely or sorry, volleyball, the other person lays off and the other guy smashes it so anyway, I'll smash that so, basically, you know, in bank references, you you can, like, when you're sending money to somebody, how I can put, like, who it's from. That's the whole purpose in the bank reference. Um, but for idiots like me, I usually put some sort of ridiculous quote in to fuck in with the person that I'm sending the money to. Usually, nobody kind of bothers, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, my brother is going through... Um, the mortgage process and has to use bank statements. Mm-hmm. So basically, <laughs> uh, any time that he, you know, has to use it as a kind of proof, uh, going There's going to be my reference on it. That's what's happened. Mm-hmm. But what I've not told you is what my reference has said. Yeah. <laughs> Can somebody please give me a drum roll?
0: Okay, let me see. i the powers of the Nidian machine. Uh, here we go.
2: I can't mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, I do. I do.
2: Thank you. Thank you for saving me there, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically. <laughs> It was sent. This it was Starling statement sent to the first mortgage, I believe. And what I put was I had my name, and then I put "hot anal sex." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he he had to get that to the the mortgage advisor or whatever yeah. to truth his income, and it says "hot anal sex" on
2: it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah, yeah, you have to excuse my brother. He thinks it's funny, but. To be honest, guys, I'd like to do a poll. Can you let me know how funny that actually is so I can get my brother to believe the facts? Thank
0: you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? It, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, if I had that, that, that I was in his position, I think I totally wouldn't. Like, in the end, I would just hand it over. But, I mean,. I'm not talking about the hot anal sex. I wouldn't just hand myself over for hot anal sex. I'm talking about the (laughs) bank statement.
2: (laughs) Well, Mark, looks like you've got yourself a friend. I've been shot in the foot here, but that's fine. No problem. Let's quickly move on to, you know, interesting news, actually. Oh, Jesus Christ. That news hits hard. So, obviously, our view- viewers and listeners know that we like to predict stuff pretty well, and I think we actually have. In the last couple of episodes ago, I think we were speaking about the need for how we're going to power like the roads and whatnot. Everything's going to go electrical. We mentioned uh, nuclear, and this looks like it's actually going to go ahead. So, the buffoon Boris... <laughs> Uh, that, he's Marshall. That he is back. And he's been listening to us because hmm. a new nuclear reactor will be built every year in the UK to meet energy demands. That is oh, unbelievable.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah, That's great.
2: I, I mean, I'm not going to take all the credit, but...
0: Hmm. <laughs> you heard it here first.
2: Yeah, we did. So, I mean, if you're looking for what you're getting out of something... We're we're gonna tell you first.
0: Mm-hmm. We predict the future. <laughs> <laughs> Some call me Mystic Meg. <laughs> Sorry, Smeg. <it's>
2: Psychic <laughs> <laughs> <Shy kick> Sean. <laughs> That's stinking. Get that out of my face. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if you're a a big golf fan, Sean, because I know we do play a wee bit of the golf on the PlayStation.
0: Mm. But But I do know that it's the Masters, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. There's no bait at the end of it. It's just the Masters.
0: Where is it? In Augusta, is it Augusta? Indeed. Aye. Oh,
2: yeah. Unbelievable conditions. It's windy as fuck. The greens are so fast. It's like, I'd probably say it's the go-to hardest course for any golfer, eh? top golfer. Mm -hmm. And if you're a standard golfer, you're not going to do much there, to be honest. (laughs) If you get par, you're good. Mm Mm-hmm. Well,
0: who do you think is going to win it? I don't know. I I, I kind of hope because who do you like the Woods. future here, Michael? I kind
2: of <laughs> kind of I kind of thought it was uh, yeah. I thought it was going to be Tiger Woods. I fucked up and I put a bit of money on it, maybe like fifteen quid. What? Five
0: hundred, six
2: hundred 600 and back. Yeah, but he's not doing too great. Um, he had a decent first round, but we'll see. I think he's like plus five or something. I see Danny Willis up there, man, and he was the previous winner. I, I'm, I'm fancying my chances with him. With somebody who's a winner, you already know that you've kind of got what it takes to beat the course. So then it relaxes you. So you, so I think that gives him a huge advantage. Obviously, there's other people in the field, but his was still fairly recent, um, within the last five years, basically.
0: Yeah, someone like Tiger Woods has not really been there recently, has he?
2: No, he's not. But he's still, he's still a special player, man. And and he was the one. He was the one that took golf out of that. Um, oh yeah, golf's just an old man sport. To you know what? No, you can actually be young and fucking play golf because it's fucking yeah. good.
0: <laughs> That's it, and look at this. Yeah, and then like when it was Tiger, was when he was really young. He's been special ever since he really came on the scene.
2: Regardless of what's happened on in his personal life, like leave that shit to him just uh, like appreciate what he's doing in the golf of sport. Like,
0: yeah. Meaning that he's a special player or saying he's a special player has no relation to whether we think he's a good person or not. Like Just his skill in the game is uh, I mean it's hard to match really.
2: Well everybody came up to his level and now yeah. obviously he had his lot of problems especially that car crash he was in. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. he, nearly, he nearly lost his fucking right leg. Apparently he's got pins in it now. <laughs> but no needles.
0: <laughs> Just so yeah. well, what wife was it that I was looking after him then?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh.
2: Uh, Tiger, if you're listening, mate, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Michael Kurosh Courtney. Please do not sue me <laughs> for defamation. His name is Sean Barnes. I can get you the address after the show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's along the two nine eight thighs, fuck you, Avenue. You? <laughs>
2: you're, mo- you're moving anyway, Sean, and and you know, let us know in your mind right now what you think of moving. How much of a pain in the fucking arse is it?
0: <laughs> yeah, this week, I've, because it's within the next month now, I'm trying to. This is when you need to start doing stuff. You know, like within the month to make sure everything <laughs> fucking like switches over. and that, it's a it's mm. a lot of stuff, but we're getting through it.
2: Would you say you're one of the students that would leave homework to the last minute? <laughs> is that what you're telling me?
0: No, like the last month is, is pretty much a good time. I and mean, then I don't have a lot of stuff, and it's just like I don't, it's not like I have five people to worry about moving. So it doesn't take that long. Mm. But it's just all the other shit you need to get organized, you know, moving truck, you know, getting the help to people to help them oh, move yeah. and that. Got to do all that shit ahead of time because. Obviously,
2: well, they might not be a deal though. So, yeah, I had to do that twice last year and it was mm. bloody hell. It was a, it felt like a bit of a marathon. I don't know, I'm mm. just going to hammer down it. Like the fact, these sort of sort of things in life that you need to just approach and just go right at it. Don't shy away. Don't be like, ugh, yeah.
0: I'll
2: do it next week. You, you can't, you need to fucking smash it head on. Go for it. Yeah. Do it, do it today.
0: Yeah, it's like that procrastination, man. I didn't think I was that bad yeah. with it, but recently I've, I know that, I'm, <laughs> that I could have done it earlier. Yeah, No, I didn't procrastinate because it's usually like, where do you start? Because it's not like I'm not organised. I have, the, I have the, a list for the last time yeah. I moved, so I know what I had to do then and I added to that. So I'm like, oh, that's, that's a great start, man. I've got that already. So it's just the procrastination of, you know, where do I start on this list because... It's you know, it's got a certain number of things on it. You know Some of them the take two minutes time. to solve, but some of them are like, you know, arrange it ahead of time, duck something, need to die something or taste or something. Mm. So
2: And yeah. it's just concerning to me that, you know, last episode you said you found the end, but now you're saying you don't know where to start. <laughs> 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 I think I've got you is? out, I don't think you have found the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's false advertisement.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that actually made me so proud last week. You know, when I wrote those show notes to the podcast, I like, yeah, I found the end. I felt great. felt fantastic and proud. But just turns out I don't even know where to start. Michael, over to you. <laughs> I don't really
2: tend to do starts. I used to do... i used to doing the finishing, but... <laughs> Unbelievably, sadly, I have to say that it is 44 days of the Russian Ukraine war. Oh, I don't know yeah, if you guys crazy. felt the fucking sigh when I, well, I fucking felt the sigh when I was hearing, like saying it. So I'm going to guess yeah. you guys felt it when you fucking heard it as well. Ridiculous. Yeah,
0: and, and latest in the news, or not the latest, but one of the things in the past week is these crazy war Attacks. crimes that's happened. Well yeah, attacks on people, but these you know, there's there's been the footage people have reported like people getting their hands tied behind their back and blindfolded and shot and that.
2: Good God. It's barbaric I don't know that the
0: blindfold actually but it's bad enough, they were basically beating people up and then tying them up and shooting them. Like that is war crimes, man, and that there needs to be repercussions for that because that is disgusting.
2: I guess the problem is like the people that are going to be uh, affected most of the fucking Russian public, they they can't really do anything. They're the fate of one person. It's it's fucking madness. And well, to give a context, what they're doing, what's happening now, NATO have agreed to give heavy weapons to Ukraine. And when they mean heavy, these are like war-changing weapons. they will hammer. will hammer Russia. So, like,
0: yeah, it's escalating.
2: It is. It feels like it, this This could now be on for years, almost. It's ridiculous.
0: Because yeah. we've not heard much about those peace talks in the past week because they were on the horizon and then, I mean, they have not looked enough, but there's not been a lot said after that they looked promising. Has anything everything's continued?
2: I think Putin's actually just going to go right to the edge because it's almost like he's, it feels like he's, like, I don't know, dying, but if he was doing the, the most risky shit because there must be some sort of time limit or something going on here. This is what it looks like. He's just be like, ah, one final, like, hurrah.
0: You know what I think, though? I think one of the things is it, he's not the type of guy that will purposely make himself look bad. You know what I mean? Because he's not going to get up on the war, and and just back out. He's not going to do that. He's going to stay until he's either defeated or he takes over.
2: Yeah, because it would look, look worse for him. He'd probably end up getting shot in the back of the head somewhere if he did that.
0: But it's disgusting in those war crimes. Like, the problem is, nobody really controls him. Yeah. That's <laughs> why they're doing what they're doing with the sanctions and that, because they can't control yeah. him. but they can... There's other things that they can do that force it a little bit but I don't think even he's the type of guy that's going to go oh yeah these are sanctions are too much we're going to give up again I don't think he's going to give up man I think it's going to either be that he gets beat or he takes over that territory but I mean it's escalating right heavy weaponry like that is one step closer to no fly zones and actually the NATO yeah. alliance is going in there
2: that's true and in, well you know what It just feels like one of them's used the fucking sand attack. Shite. Don't fucking use that when you're doing Pokemon. It's pish. Not effective. Even fucking tells you. It's not effective. Don't fucking use it. (laughs) Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Well, Nicole, one other thing I did want to bring up to you was
0: like, I think like when I think Talking about losing and that, uh, like. I like to move it, moving. It. I let like to move it, moving. I let to move it, like <laughs> moving. It, move it. You like to. Tell my story. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Be my guest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like companies, like, you know, when you're trying to do this stuff, news and all that, like, companies, uh, I feel like you're always chasing people. You it's know, oh, the real world yeah. guy got that to you, that a certain thing. If you got your insurance sorted out, Has you got this, 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 you know, there's a big list of things, that there's a lot of it that you can't control. But the yeah. thing is, uh, when we were talking the other day, I said like, you know, if I was running a company, like any company that has customers, which pretty much most companies just obviously different types of customers, but I would never, ever like, the one thing I wouldn't want to happen is people to call back after they've contacted you within a certain number of time, a yeah. number of days or whatever it was. Like, I would have a thing where it sent them a message every day saying, like, yeah, you called us about this, we're working on it, it's still going to be done by <laughs> next Friday and that. Like, I don't know, man. I just don't know why these companies don't fucking look after people anymore. Because, no, they, but if they're giving their money, they don't care. But, like.
2: You're 100% right. You're 100% right, but for some reason all I could think of is needy girlfriend when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you, I love you. I really love you. Please don't go away. Don't go away. Yeah. Why do you have to sleep like that?
0: <laughs> what you can do is uh, don't don't leave, don't leave. I- I'll leave you if you leave me. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Michael, like, I'm about to take We played a game a couple of weeks ago, Right? And uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to take it one step further because oh. it's just too funny. Um, okay. So we, we took on it, why is nigh, right? Oh, oh, yes, I remember. And and then what is nigh? And then we were reading out the, the list that comes up on Google, the Google machine. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, you know what, let's just... And a day we were going to have our first guest on... Inside-out oh. podcast shooting the shit. I feel we need to take this to the explicit level. Yes, it is rated explicit on all your favorite podcast platforms.
2: And if you don't understand that,
0: it's the letter E. <laughs> so the question I put in, or at least the, the what I typed in is, why is my penis? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see how many I can... Say without you laughing. Okay. Right. So this is I the challenge. You. I'm sitting up in the chair. Right. There is one, two, three. So there's nine. Uh, I'm going like to do my Wim Hof breathing.
2: I'm going to do my Wim Hof breathing, and you know, take that air in. And by the way, if you guys have never heard the Wim Hof, check him out. Unbelievable stuff. Mm. The breathing's ridiculous. It's helped my anxiety. It's helped so much things with focus and also cold showers. You guys need to give this. shit a a try just try mm. it, please. It helps,
0: anyway. Pulitzer. After that, we tip. <laughs> uh, well, it's not why is my penis one horse. that's not on the list here, but I have Shut got you. other issues on the list. Uh, small why, ding, ding, why ding, is ding, my <laughs> well, you'd be de- de- surprised. First <laughs> one, why is and you're not to laugh, why <laughs> is my penis itchy?
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Okay, must have an STD. Uh, Why is my penis swollen? (laughs) (laughs) He's just got his uh, bloody coded shot on his dick. (laughs) Still not laughing, That was good, good, yeah. I nearly did, though. (laughs) Next one. Uh, Okay. Why is my penis bleeding? (laughs) (laughs) The worst thing fucking got me. Uh. Why the fuck's that? (laughs) Mm. Somebody's just got a fucking uh, machete and hacked it off. (laughs)
3: Fucking hell. Then
0: uh, I'll uh, go through the last few here and read that quicker. Why is my penis red? Why is my penis red and itchy? Why is my penis itchy after sex? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That is a narrative (laughs) conversation with your contractually (laughs) obligated partner. She your family doctor. Uh, <laughs> why is my penis sore? Mm. <laughs> Somebody's been d- dizzy. Why is my penis tingling? You <laughs> <laughs> said it wants to be mingling. <laughs> my penis wants to be mingling when it's tingling. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one: Why is my penis head itchy? <laughs> Very specific.
2: <laughs> You're starting to bring that mushroom tip. what <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, <Zen> boys.
0: <laughs> well, I think if we're going to do penis, we'll just quickly do the vagina as well. Oh, please <laughs> do. My favourite. <laughs> well, funnily enough, a lot of them are quite, quite pretty much the same. Why yeah. is my vagina itchy? Why is my vagina itchy after sex? Why is my vagina dry? That's a toddler with your husband.
3: Uh,
0: <laughs> why is my vagina bleeding why is my vagina leaking <laughs> well that's when you've took your husband out of the house and you've got some else the deals over and now I've done, thank you man <laughs> uh, me.
2: that's the opposite of the you've got a problem with your husband
0: <laughs> he's did too good <laughs>
2: Still cause for suspicion. That (laughs) motherfucker's making you get that mop out. (laughs) Get your mop out. Get your mop out. (laughs) Why
3: is my vagina itchy at night? Mm. Uh, I'm not
0: even going to go down that
2: path. I think it's going (laughs) to be song. Why is my vagina itchy at night? Why is my vagina itchy at night? don't know. So I'm phoning the docks. He said stop fucking
3: socks.
2: (laughs) Well, that's the first time I've ever did a song of uh, that. But talking about the sexual ogre, Sean, researchers have rejuvenated a 53-year-old's skin cells. It was a woman. So they have the equivalent of a 23-year-old's skin cell, unbelievable so they've managed to do the reversing of the the skin and I was always of the idea if they can make a man's ballsack wrinkle free it would fly off the shelf (laughs) imagine going to have a wee scratch and a sniff and your hand slips away down your fucking ankles because your balls are that smooth (laughs) 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 could you imagine (laughs)
0: <laughs> that would be wrinkle three, and you get a streak three clean. <laughs> <laughs> but you know,
2: it's it's funny with women because they're when they're grown up, they're always the ones that want to be that bit older, and like ah, I need to look older, I need to be eighteen. I'm going to get in here. I'm fourteen years old. Look at me, man. And then when they get to 30, 40, they're like, nah, nah, I look 20 now. I'm doing all the stuff. I look 20. I want you to look younger. Inject me here. They've got the fish lips. They've got the fucking brow. They've got injection in their ears, their bloody side of their nose. <laughs> they've got wrinkles and all that shit. What are you doing? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> made the days where women never had all that shit.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Fucking
2: hell. <laughs> Uh, yes I'm not going to say it for myself but I do know there's guys out there that do not like that shit so we, they do exist I was going to say we do exist <laughs> true
0: though no comment <laughs> ok
2: <laughs> well I've got myself in the shit there Sean but I know you've got a thing for big bones oh yeah so oh uh, yeah Mm-hmm. A fossil has been discovered that scientists believe belongs to a dinosaur that was killed on the day of an asteroid strike 66 million years ago which I, you know, was the extinction of the dinosaurs, mate. Holy Can fuck.
0: Let me jink about
2: that. Yeah, holy fuck indeed. That must be one of the most um, that's probably the top archaeological find ever. Yeah. has to the fucking humankind. Like, oh,
0: fucking hell. has to be, right?
2: 66
0: be, million years ago. Fucking hell. It's going to be like
2: dinosaurs in the CN Tower and that. <laughs> is, that the future, is that what you think the
0: future's going to be like? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like humans will be hydronating somewhere in virtual reality and the world will be dinosaurs <laughs> outside. <laughs>
2: Fucking hell, man. You heard it here first. 8th of April 2022. <laughs> Sean Barnes has advised... We are going to be sitting on couches doing fuck all where there's dinosaurs outside and don't think of going to Aldi, Lidl, nothing. Those shops don't exist. You're going to be getting food sent to your house by a fucking drone called Amazon Your Dinner. For the Scottish region, obviously. For Canada, what would it be? I don't know. Uh Aha. Didn't even improvise, ladies and gentlemen. He didn't even... He couldn't be bored, so I'll do it. Um,
0: Dinner... (laughs) <laughs> I get uh, that's close enough
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, dinner.
0: But you're on the money.
2: It's just fucking a crazy concept. Eh? Like I can't believe sixty-six. It's just like one of the the figures you see and think. Nah, that's not fucking real. That's fucking. That's a bullshit number. Doesn't exist. It just doesn't compute my fucking my little wee. P of a fucking brain.
0: Michael, is it about time to get our uh, guest on the podcast? Uh,
2: Sounds like, you know, sounds like you're really itching for a witching. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm actually using a different device here to gather his uh, attention. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, (laughs) Through the powers of SMS, I'll be letting our guest know you ready
0: he is that, in the g- green room right now
2: and that's right Darryl we're gonna give you a week you kind know, a warm up you're gonna come on you're gonna love what we're gonna do you're gonna love it we're telling you right now before it happens that's how confident we are <laughs> let's just say we give our guests what they want <laughs> as Sean points to his class rapidly saying I'm away to get more drink <laughs> That is, that's right, we do have a fair bit of whiskey and alcohol on this podcast, but he doesn't. <laughs> Joe Rogan does it, all that. Why can we? I know we're Scottish, so maybe it's a little bit borderline binge, but that's what we do best, eh? That's what we're known for in the world. Well, the Irish, the Irish as well, eh? The Irish is known for drinking a lot. But being a lightweight, there's no element. I used to be a lightweight. And now I'm a heavyweight, fucking eighteen stone, ridiculous.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> am back and I'm ready. Now Michael, do we want to give a little bit of a background to who the hell's coming on?
2: Um yeah, we can give a wee bit of a background, not a problem. This man has already received a shout out from us.
0: <laughs> well, he, uh, you know, uh, I think, <laughs> yes, and I didn't know this now that you brought that up. not? <laughs> he is
2: owner of Mar Imperium Limited, which are an electrical company for all your electrical needs in Edinburgh, East Lothian, West Lothian, all the Lothians, anywhere in Scotland they'll do. Um, he might not like that I've said that, but it'll work, we'll make it work, mm. anywhere in Scotland. <laughs>
0: And just to just to th- throw in the detail a little bit more, he will give you a marginal discount if you uh, <laughs> c- contact him online.
2: That is the most fucking dad joke thing I've heard in the last ten minutes? two minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been generous with the ten minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, okay, very
0: good. Um, uh, sadly,
2: viewers, we're not getting any feedback here from the man.
0: This is like the the, the biggest critics are gonna be like, you know, you know, I cannot believe they started recording, they wanted to do everything live, and they didn't even have their guest ready. So when they were ready and I don't give a shit because this is this is real life. Wonder what his excuses, you know, and when I look at his name who is in the waiting room, his name is mm-hmm. just Daddy. <laughs>
2: Interesting. I'll query hmm. him as to why his name is Daddy. We're we'll going to live right now in the power of the fucking oh, internet. Yes. Oh, I have one ringer on and it disconnected.
0: Oh, yeah. Here we go, people.
2: Interesting. Yeah, well, this is the part we were trying to edit out, but we couldn't because we did too much stuff in it. So bear with us. Listen. here we go.
3: Hi, uh,
0: you're suited Daniel
2: Mar at Mar Imperium. I'm afraid I can't
0: take your call at the moment, but if you please leave your name and number, I'll get back to you shortly.
2: Many thanks.
0: Ooh, that's Welcome a anything. fucking... That's a
2: proper phone voice, eh? <laughs> Welcome to Mar Electrical. What's
0: this company's name? It is called Mar Imperium. Mar Imperium. Yeah, I like it. Well, I like the name. If you need any electrical uh solved, or any electrical enhancements. I'm sure this is not the right terminology, but uh <laughs> Mar Imperium is the place to go. You will go to East Lothian, West Lothian, North Lothian, South Lothian, uh, Dundee, Aberdeen, the Highlands, Grange and anywhere in between. Mar Imperium.
2: Unbelievable, and just as we've kept the end of that, he's came alive, and he says, yeah, so, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, we don't do this. We've never done this. We've got a nice wee jingle. We're going to play. Hope oh, you yeah. <sighs> Wayne Don't know what your weighs is, but he's the guy. They got the shout out.
0: Okay. Oh my God, my
2: God. Daryl.
0: and Darrow is <sighs> on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so your time, time is now. Is, now. Time is now. Get off the call time. of duty. I'm it's telling you now.
2: Just to say, guys, we, we, we said that, and his headphones were unplugged. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: So,
2: <laughs> so, thank fuck for recording this episode because you can hear back and hear how well we actually did that.
0: It was a great introduction.
2: <laughs> I know. She me that fucking sticky headphones in. So that's oh. the obvious reason why you don't have three people when it comes to doing podcasts. <laughs> we fell off. We fell off quite a bit, <laughs> but it's fine.
1: Our apologies. I, mean,
0: I was playing on the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the. Uh... The, the, the person that we could have called creepy in the beginning, but we didn't because yeah. we had a neutral friend <laughs> on Facebook. I don't actually know Darryl, but Darryl, it's good that you uh, listen and enjoy it, and it's good to have uh, you on as well.
2: 100%.
0: Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Delighted. It's,
2: uh, I was speaking to Darryl about this earlier, and it's funny because it's like Daryl kind of knows you. Because he's listening to the podcast, but you have no idea what the fuck he's about. He's like, oh my god, yeah, Sean's my best pal. We can speak to him about that. I can speak to him about that. And then Sean's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and we're going to get that live, guys, right now. We're going
3: to yeah, get, the get that live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, so is this going to have to be
0: the host and be like, uh, hi, Darryl, uh can you tell us a bit about yourself? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what did you do? What's your dick size? Um,
0: uh, you
2: know, just the basic fucking guest questions. Do you have foreskin? Do you like to finger yours?
0: <laughs> well, we've actually delivered a little um, bit of uh, promotion for so you, Daryl Just before you came on.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you're going to be happy with <laughs> the Mar Imperium about yeah. five, ten minutes worth. So don't worry. Mm. we are not, for... oh, oh, very... <laughs> kind of yeah, not charging you for that. Oh, did you? Oh, that's very kind of you. We'll not charge you for that. But, in the future, we may. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was complimentary. I need to come up with a, a, a little jingle. <laughs> well, it's, it's, an, it's a nice
2: wee jingle, don't worry. i try my best. Uh, you know, very passionate man. Persian man. Hairy Persian man.
0: <laughs>
2: Some people call me Hpime. <laughs>
0: I don't need to know what that
2: is. HBM, hey, hairy Persian man.
0: <laughs> or, or hidden. Uh, yes, exactly I said. Oh. When the
2: joke has gone so far over your head that you make the joke again. <laughs> <laughs> loving it, Sean. The um,
0: power of the editing. By the way, there I just looked fucking brilliant and I knew exactly what was going on. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, fucking tossing yourself off like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll delete I was, that, don't worry. Uh, oh yeah, no problem. As <laughs> Sean said, uh, welcome to the show, Donald, mm-hmm. And, you know, we've spoke a lot about mental health, all this stuff that doesn't really tend to get talked about and you know, you're kindly going to open up about some stuff and we already have as well it's just to let other people listen and know that this can happen to anyone and right it's normally it's like this is the biggest thing about the podcast is mental health is real don't shy away from it you should Mm -hmm. approach it like you do like having a laugh to be honest that's the way i'm trying to approach it like oh what do i do i don't go for laugh let's just go straight to the mental health. Welcome back to Depression Radio. It's the 8th of April.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And whatever you're doing right now, walking the dog, taking a run, taking a shit, I don't know.
2: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening.
0: (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) But yeah, it's class um, to have you on. No, thank
1: you. No, I I was was sending this to Michael, Sean, a Mm. few a few weeks ago um, when I first started listening in um, there's been a lot going on in our personal life just now at home which I'll, which I'll go on to but um, mm-hmm. it's nice just having just like small. something that you can <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> apart from that apart from that stuff I can't sorry. control I just wanted to make <laughs> it brighten up a wee bit sorry go ahead yeah, and Sean is the miracle <laughs> worker he can make it bigger <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> I mean that's
2: a that that's a different kind of change in rooms, isn't it? It's like a before and after. Oh well, wow. nice. You can use that now, right?
1: <laughs> a different type of carol smiley <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh fucking class. And that fit in perfectly with the joke. Love it.
1: <laughs> I'll let you continue but, um, on. Um Hi. so um, no, I was just saying that um I sometimes you can even turn on the podcast um and it can take you away for somewhere for the next 40 50 minutes take you away from Which well,
2: one sure, sorry I didn't hear the name there but what I are you talking about
1: Oh the inside out podcast shooting shit with Michael <laughs> podcast in particular <laughs> my <laughs> my particular favorite <laughs> but um but yeah it does it, it, it so to cut, to cut to the chase, what's been going on with me in particular just now is my brother-in-law died. Um, so Callum um, died in jail. He was in for a sort of minor assault charge. It could have happened to any of us. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he, he ended up getting COVID. So he was due he, 10 weeks until he was due to get released. Mm-hmm. um was in Addywell Prison uh, between sort of Bathgate and Livingston. It's a rough place. And uh, very rough
2: place. Yeah, I yeah, know,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So, um he'd got <sighs> it was confirmed it was COVID, so the whole place was in lockdown. Mm. And Callum was sick he was massive. He was six foot seven, uh, built like the cable end of a house. He was just a big, big lad. Mm-hmm. Um, kept himself super, super fit. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you're in prison So you can uh, do a lot of the guys just keeping themselves, yeah. And uh, for their own sanity, for his you know, he's uh, you know that was his. That was his go-to was the gym, mm-hmm. but um, he was a fit lad. It wasn't like he was overweight and had underlying health issues. Other than he did have asthma, mm-hmm. but um, when he was in jail, the he um got really really sick quite fast. And I think it was about seven or eight days into it, he was really really struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a he had a phone in the phone, and he was texting. My father-in-law and, and us saying, "Look, I'm really, really not well. Crazy. I'm um, now starting to cough up blood. Um, so we were no well, look, speak to the, speak to the nurse on site and stuff like that.' So he did, but he was only getting fobbed off with paracetamol, and my god, only when they wanted to fob him off with it. Shit. So, um, so yeah, so it was getting really, really bad, and it got really bad to the point that he got in touch. Us well, so again to say, look, can you phone, phone me an ambulance? Mm-hmm. And um, I suppose the natural thing to do was, well, yeah, but then logically you're thinking, well, you're, what are we going to do, sending an ambulance? It's just going if they're not getting one for you,
2: then when you're being seen in jail, going to turn yeah.
1: away. Yeah, and then we kind of thought, well, is it, you know, how bad is it? How you know, because you're like, well, he's in, he's in care. Yeah, yeah. They're going to look after him. You know, but um didn't and uh ultimately the next day he was found he was found dead in his cell um so he'd we just got the autopsy report back um and toxicology back which we've waited for since October when he died oh my god um so two weeks later was his funeral. <clears throat> Um, mm-hmm. and two days after that was his birthday. So it was oh, a double whammy for the family. God,
2: man. God,
1: As well, and he was due to get out a, uh, like a few weeks later. So um, <clears throat> we've just had the report back. He pretty much drowned uh, in his own sort of bodily fluid, and oh, his pus and blood in his, in his lungs. Totally lied to by the prison as well. <sighs> um, so, and we found out as well, one of his adjacent cellmates... Um, they set fire to their cell eight hours after because they knew mm. they they were all shouting they weren't getting any response they knew something had happened, um, so they set fire to their own cell to, to make them go on so that they would come and put the fire out when they came in they were like
2: ridiculous, man.
1: so so yeah so it's been it's been pretty awful um, my wife um, has been pretty terrible mm. as you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, our mum and dad have been awful. Um, we've been on news quite a lot the last few weeks. We had a protest last week outside Scottish Parliament, mm-hmm. which has gathered a bit of momentum. Um, so it's just we're trying to raise awareness more than anything, yeah. so that this doesn't happen again. And whatever protocols and that they've got in just now, they need ripped up. You know, they need to mm. seriously look yeah. at this um, because neglect and care let alone in prisons in Scotland just now, mm-hmm. is horrendous. Um, and loads of people have come forward to us and we've had relatives, loved ones in the last year or so that have died almost exact same circumstances oh, in Addywell wow. prison. So, um, and to knock, to add insult to injury, we went in, because Francis, my wife, wanted some closure. Mm-hmm. So we went in, they guided us round, gave us a look at I can't say too much about it just yeah. now, but um yeah. they had a little look and um it was good closure for Francis to, to go in and see where Callum, you know, stayed and stuff like that. He was immaculate Callum. Kept everything really, really clean. Mm-hmm. So that was good. But I mean going in there, it was just really eerie. The whole oh, yeah. process was just really patronizing. When we were getting clothes back at Callum's we we got one hold all back. Mm-hmm. He had loads and loads of clothes, um, and the prison have held their hands up when we asked, and they have said, "Well, we've, we've lost, we've we've got rid of his belongings." You are joking, um, were me on. they given away to. No, they were they were they were, they were distributed um, to other so called cellmates. You've got
2: to be kidding me we on. disgusting.
1: We just we just don't know, and like like I said, like we're. we're we're waiting to hear other stuff back, so I don't want to say too much, mm-hmm. but it's um all of that on top of it has just been insult to injury and and so on and so forth. Yeah. So the last few weeks, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, coming on and, and listening to you boys shooting the shit is uh <laughs> You're fucking here. It's taking me because w- 'cause
2: you're here, mate. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're listening to listen to this and you'll be shooting you'll be shooting yourself.
1: <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, it's been, it, it, it sounds silly, but see for those 40 minutes, and especially when you guys are maybe touching on stuff, stuff, we're all, you know, similar age and stuff yep. like that. It does, it takes me away because, and I have to admit on a selfish point of view, mm-hmm. it's been quite difficult for me because I kind of always felt that I'm the headstone of the family. You know, I'm I'm kind of holding everyone together. The, oh, yeah. yeah. And um having to watch my father-in-law break down like that, or having to watch him on telly break down like that. Um, now, the other thing that we've now got, because Callum was in prison, we've got so many trolls on... Um, You're joking. On, ...on on the media, online media and stuff like that. You know, people just tearing people that, in I, I cannot
2: believe they're trolling over something like this. Like, how much of a fucking mm-hmm. arsehole do you need to be to be that low? Where this fuck... Ah... Oh. Horrible, man. It's, it's, it's,
1: it's, some of the comments is like, oh, we had one or two, like, um, oh, that's one less sort of, that we've got to pay for in taxpayers' money um, and stuff like that. And listen, I, if, <laughs> we can all, we've all had a hypocritical sort of comment like that that's come out of our mouths at some point in our life. But yeah. when you when you look down at the brass tacks of it, you can't tar everyone with the same brush. You don't know what people's circumstances are. It could have been, one, any three of us yeah. uptown someone says something you smack them, oh. hit them with a lucky one you end up in jail, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Does, does that make me a bad person?
2: nah, no. I mean you I've know. been in scenarios like that before in Edinburgh mm-hmm. like, it's easy done I remember somebody getting glassed right in front of me, crazy then I just went, I yeah, mean, went and like, put like to the guy and smacked them. I'm not really proud of it but it's like a, when you get a shock like mm-hmm. that
3: are you go to
2: some different mode? You go into some sort of like fight mode, and it's not the normal you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you go
1: into fight or flight, don't you? And you either crumble, or you don't. And I've been in situations like that, and I've been very, very lucky, very, very lucky. Mm-hmm. But going back to going back to Callum and stuff like that, we 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 don't know. We we just want genuinely just want prevention from this happening. But back on the mental health side, um, coming away, I think it's so important and and, and I'm going to sound a bit, maybe a bit selfish here, but I can only relate to how I feel. Yeah. But sometimes I feel, I've said this to Michael before, I sometimes feel that, especially now, because there's so much emphasis on what you can't say and what you can't say and this and that now. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of help out there for other people. I mean, yeah. you're hearing about you know, women not feeling safe at night, walking home and, and stuff like that, and I totally get it's it. It's horrifying, though. I, mean, like... I totally get it. Like, if Frances goes out, I'm, I'm terrified, I can't sleep. If I mean, she goes out once in a blue moon, but if she goes to, for, to for Edinburgh to go and meet some of her friends yeah. and she's getting the train back, I, I won't sleep. Um But on the flip side of that as well, it's sometimes dads, guys, young men are still seen as hunter-gatherers you know, you know you can't you can't you need to come home you need to provide you need to do this you need to do that you can't well you can't show any emotion do you know what I mean you're you're a
0: dad you're you're a young man what what have you you know but it's like the pressure on your shoulders because you're the one that's the, the not the head but the, like the person who's holding it written together the glue there yeah. like that's yeah immense and, and, pressure
1: and whether you are or whether you yeah. aren't, sometimes people have that misperception that that is the case. Do you know what I mean? You need to be, y- yeah. of course, you're full of testosterone and you've got yeah. you're a meeting between yeah. your legs. It means, <laughs> that,
3: <Yeah. laughs>
1: it you know, you're expected to be the tough guy, but tough guy, and I've said this before, people with big personalities like used to as well.
2: You I mean know, knobs. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the
0: only one that's small.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you just got to remember that. But, um, <laughs> that's the takeaway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: she wants to see my wee mushroom tip. <laughs> Power up. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: but you've it, you know, there's sometimes the bigger characters, the bigger guys, the guys that are Oh, he's always a laugh. Mm-hmm. He's a good laugh. Yeah. What's wrong with him?
3: Yeah.
1: It's sometimes those characters that can fall the hardest. Do you know what I mean? Just Robin gross. Williams
2: is one of those ones, but I know he had an issue. Exactly. He had an issue with some sort of like dementia. So I know, but still, he was hiding it through laughter. And I would be lying if I said that I didn't do that throughout my whole life. I actually yeah. started ripping the piss at myself because of racism. <laughs> and yeah. it was a. F- crazy i got everything i got the guy with the corner shop he's bin laden he's bin laden's brother he's Saddam hussein and like all this other stuff he's a terrorist run oh my god he's running towards us with a backpack everybody run away <laughs> like uh, terrible, uh, eh? uh, at the time but we don't know how to process it and then i just like turned it and went all right i'll take the piss off myself so i'm the one running I'm like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: who's
3: the
2: who's the joker now <laughs>
0: you learn that lesson so young because like a lot of people yeah. don't realise that you just take the piss out yourselves. yourself you take away all their ammo and then they're oh, just I... like well I don't know what to say anymore because you're taking the piss out of yourself
2: <laughs> if there's somebody going to bully them bully <laughs> yeah. me it's going to be my fucking self okay <laughs> it's
1: it's it's true like um, I found out as well growing up I was always a bit of the class clown I was always the one that oh go and do that okay same you yeah. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. And then, you know, they're always like, oh, he's the Joker, he's that, he's this. And then see when you try and be serious about something, like if, say you're sitting there talking about question time or something like that, (laughs) and you turn turn around and say something, and you get the look of, is he he for real? Is is he, he's an idiot. What does he know about? (laughs) What well, does he know about Question Time? Yeah. But it, it's true, Sometimes when you you know you're you wanting to be this bubbly sort of funny character, mm. it's sometimes difficult for them people to take you serious, yeah. and that pisses me. That is
2: unbelievable, man. You've literally summed up my fucking life there, big time, eh? And um, yeah, I remember getting a bit of feedback off somebody um at work. They were saying, like, look, I had a bias against you. I thought. You're just a having a laugh all the time, you're not doing any work or anything like that. And then he went, But that was because of the bias. But actually you do work and you do this stuff, but you just have a bit of laugh at the same time. So mm-hmm. it's like you're yeah. getting penalised. Yeah, the folk that are doer faced at work, just like boring, they're fine. Mm-hmm. No problem.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: How how did you Sean, how did you find when you moved to Canada? Like did you did you feel there was a big sort of like I've had a few people that stayed in Australia? Mm-hmm. And they said that Damn, and some Australians didn't really get sarcasm that much. Oh, really? You, you know, if you we were saying a sarcastic.
0: Yeah, which I found funny yeah.
1: because I thought Aussies seem like they
0: would get that sort of. But I think it's regional, mm. you know. I think here uh, that is definitely a thing as well. Like the the humour people don't get in the beginning. Like that's how I got used to saying I'm kidding or something after it because some There's people will take it. It's
3: like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking dick. Just kidding. Okay, that's all right then.
3: (laughs) It's just like, uh, it's a
0: different way. You get used to it all the time, but it is. I can see what they say, like they don't get the humor. Like, we all say stuff to each other that sounds ruthless, but we don't say we're joking after it. We sound like we mean it, but we know we're joking. You can't do that here the same way. People don't, people don't like take it the same way, unless uh, I only found people that did was like people that I got closer to and that actually understood me more than like, just someone that you worked with or something.
2: <laughs> Half of them uh, don't understand your fucking accent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, see, in the beginning, I'm not going to lie, the first year or so, I, was, I thought that I was talking so clearly and so, <laughs> like, perfectly, right? <laughs> and i said this on the podcast before. I, like, <laughs> condescendingly, it's like, I will speak very slowly so you can understand what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but that, that they, they actually, I thought I was speaking slow. And they were like, "Oh no, no, you need to slow down." And I'm like, "How'd I go any slower than what I'm going?"
2: <laughs> Daniel, is Sean sounding slow to you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> i can speed it up. Oh, I not exactly what it means because I've done that before. And before you know it, you sound like the you know the kid in the wheelchair, Malcolm, in the middle. <laughs>
3: Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh.
1: I was. I'm terrible, mm-hmm. and I've I've got a lot better at it. I used to go out with a Polish girl for years, mm. and when I was around her family, because they didn't a lot of them didn't speak that good English. Mm. Before <laughs> I knew, it, I was talking like Borat. <laughs> Did you mean
2: they're just like this, <laughs> <laughs> and what I was doing there for the viewers and listeners, I had my left hand in a oh. <coughs> Okay, position. Got my first finger, the index finger of my right hand, and put it through.
1: Yes. The universal sign for sex. (laughs)
2: You need need to learn to breathe. (laughs) Fucking hell. Who's that? Daryl, aka Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, you're right. You're right. People have got the bias with these people that, like, like ourselves, I have a laugh and stuff, and uh, it is shite. It is shite where it happens, and it's not yep. warranted at all. It's stereotyping.
1: Yeah, as oh, bullshit. I still find that um, even with like your job,
3: you
1: yeah. find that like. And one thing I find on the, on the mental health side as well,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know where it's come from because I've never really been like that, but being a spark, an apprentice electrician, a sparky, an electrician. For the best part of my life, my dad's an electrician. And my dad always said to me, well, what do you want to do when you leave school? And I says, oh, I don't know. He says, we'll get a trade first and then see what you want to do. And that's what I did. And then I got promoted into the office as a project manager. And I quite like that. Oh, I'm a project manager title. Mm. See, now that I've started my own business. Jealous. And going back and people saying, oh, yeah, uh, you know, and I've got, I've got this on. I've got the work trousers mm. on. And I'm calling myself an electrician. I'm trying to find an exotic way <laughs> to call myself an electrician. There. Do you know what I mean? Le, <laughs> like...
2: <le> electricione. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Italian flag in the front of your car. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> Bellissimo. Good wiring.
3: <laughs>
2: like,
1: I, you know, oh, but it, it's embarrassing. I'm like, why am I? Uh, why am I almost embarrassed to call myself? a tradesman again do you know what I mean and it's and I was listening you always
2: were though you always were a tradesman though so that's like a mindset where you're like almost like a imposter syndrome yeah that's what that is yeah, yeah. I've had that
1: well I was listening to, I was listening to Darren Brown uh, the other day and he, he's got a good uh, but were you really, audible book were it? you really
2: listening to him maybe he was like tickling well, you in the mouth when you were thinking that <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I know you never know with these guys. Are they're they fucking with you.
2: Darrell, I'm actually inside your bum. <laughs> <laughs> my head's up your bum, Daryl. It's me, oh. Darren. <laughs> but you see what he did to folk though? He made them actually shit it like they're the only person left. or oh, did a be down there? Didn't breathe. Uh the last person left <laughs> in the earth. And he and the guy was shitting himself. He was like, oh no, oh my God. <laughs> It was no, very entertaining
1: thought, you, to watch. Have many you it. ever been hypnotized? <laughs> Would you ever do no. it? Like,
2: no, nah, I wouldn't do it. Nah, I'm too afraid. I don't to. believe in it. <laughs> they'd, they'd do something to like you have made me feel really paranoid now. <laughs> Welcome back to Paranoid Radio. Who who the fuck said that? Who, what?
1: Way. What's that noise?
3: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, he he um, he's, he does his two uh, podcast. One one's called. Darren Brown's bootcamp for the brain, and his latest one's bootcamp for life, and it's it's just the psychology, of life for how, you know, we're products of you know repetition
2: and and stuff like well, how that. how we're and raised of, and shit like that as well, all the other variables.
1: Well, i it is really good. It, it's it's only on uh, Audible, uh, sorry Spotify, but <laughs> um, he uh, he turned around and he said something, and it rung true at me, and he says. Come fuck me now when you come up with these sort of thoughts it's like he said don't be a don't be a victim
0: mm.
1: of your own success mm. yeah yeah and it's true you know i i got promoted and i did all this through a very difficult time in my life i've had chest problems respiratory problems that they can't seem uh, they don't know if it's stress they don't know mm-hmm. if it's some psychosomatic side they don't know if there's physically something going on but they can't find it mm-hmm. so for me as well being an electrician i'm looking for some sort of closure do you know what i mm-hmm. mean and if if it disappeared tomorrow i don't know if i'd be satisfied with it going away it sounds ridiculous but it's like i want to know what's going on because you feel like you're stuck in the dream and show <laughs> it's, i just you know, thought
2: it a really terrible joke but i have to say it <laughs> With well, this vibrating, for this vibrating in your fucking chest, you ever like put your finger in a home thing? You've been electrocuted?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Darren Brown left something in you. <laughs>
2: Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> fucking
3: but,
1: um, but aye. So, nah, it's um, like I say, I love listening to the show. Mm. Um even if it's for 40, 50 minutes and it's something that I can't relate to or something like that, it, it does, it, it's, it's been great. It's taken me away. Well, it's taken me away from a, a bit in my mind that's been about, mm. and don't get me wrong, I can come off it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you know yourself. Yeah. Reality sinks back well, in. But even done, at that, yeah. <laughs> I'll be talking to my wife and saying, oh, look, I was in They were saying this and that. And she'll look at me like, but... <laughs> For me, it so took open. me away for that, for that hour. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then it's a good talking point. And then uh, hearing, hearing big me-ups on, <laughs> on the next show. That was great. Hi,
2: I'm Michael Cordy-Moody. Welcome. How to increase the morale of your customer. You need to shout them out next week
0: yeah. <laughs> for more episodes. <laughs> now, I appreciate you sharing that because... It's a lot, a lot by anybody's standards. And, you know, that's the thing we try and do. And here we set out to do, like, really just have fun and share what we can and what we want to. And I think can take. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> we
2: don't share the STDs <laughs> We can't do
0: that over audio. <laughs>
2: well, but... you think we can't, but uh, Mr. Zuckerberg will tell you fucking otherwise.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, just as you get something out of it, it's always it's always that's amazing word, to hear. Though. Me and Michael were talking about when you were saying what you thought about it and that, and uh, we we were just like, oh my god, like that's amazing that it helped somebody, or even just not yeah. even help to just take you away from the normal, you know, day to day to take you away for a short time. So it's good to know that there's something. You know what
2: though? You're you're talking about day to day, right? But it's very easy to be caught up in what the day to day is and repeat yourself, repeat that shit in your head, and and not disconnect. I think that's the biggest thing, yeah. Like you're having the same yeah. thing as well, Darrell, because I've had that before, where I feel like sometimes I'm like probably depressed, eh? and yeah. I'm not aware of what the hell's going on. I'm, I'm just like I'm just like a I don't know somebody's controlling me. I'm just a bloody mm-hmm. robot.
1: Well, I've been very lucky because I've never had a thought of suicide. Like You do sometimes think, you know, how bad is it going to get or or is there going to be – If I never had these thoughts before. Mm -hmm. I never thought I'd feel these thoughts or anything like that of, you know, being being annoyed, being caught in a strut sort of thing. But you're like, well, if that's a chemical change in my brain – can a chemical change be in the corner that can go right? Let's do this. Let's. Mm-hmm. It's true. Let's do. It. Don't I've, now that I've got kids and my wife and stuff like that. I've now got motivation. But then, if I didn't have that, how bad would it be? You know, would Would that switch go? I don't mm-hmm. know. Um mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's sometimes not worth thinking about. And but the one thing that does annoy me and now, especially that this is the heaviest I've ever been. I used to be pretty fit, you know, and I was in a good, healthy routine. I was playing football a few times a week, Mm -hmm. this and that, what have you. Now it comes down to the same old thing, and this is like what you were saying, Michael, you're just getting caught up in it of, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, Christ, And before you know it, you've ordered a kebab, and you're like, oh, right, I'll I'll, I'll eat this tonight, (laughs) and then tomorrow, tomorrow I'll go and buy a salad, Mm -hmm. and I'll feel so much, and you don't do it. And, and this is the thing, isn't it? And I think COVID, oh, enhanced it. Has got a huge 100%. contributing factor to it now. And um, because you're you're totally out, I think mm-hmm. you're totally out of your routines. Yeah. Um, you know, phoning up now, you phone up places to go and do. So. Oh no, we've got a backlog from Coleman Sorry, yeah. we can't do that because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, I know. When are
2: we going to get out of this? Do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs>
2: it's mm-hmm. an excuse to hold on it, but I don't know. It's. It is crazy how yeah. how much has actually changed in two years. But the way businesses are, some, some of them are thinking is, yeah, but it didn't happen. And you can't think like that because the emotional no. impact's already fucking taken place. And we, no. Yeah, exactly. We've all been living at home for two years. I don't know, obviously for yourself, Darrell, it's a little bit different because you're actually going places and shit. So you could argue yeah. that your work team uh, work routine is maybe the same. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, well... Well, when when I was when lockdown happened, I was still project manager, mm. so I was. Uh, this was pretty much my setup. Um, so I'd be at home, just on the computer. I'd maybe go to one or two sites, um, but yeah, now going out and going across and seeing stuff. I mean, coming. I think one of my first jobs when I went. Self-employed was was your house, (laughs) Michael?
2: I'm sitting there making the blowjob fucking reference (laughs) on.
3: I've
2: just said
1: you weren't expecting that, were you?
2: No, I've. Pam, job.
1: <laughs> in fact, I ha- in fact, I'm pretty sure I installed the camera. Did
3: <laughs> <He> well, <was doing. laughs>
2: <laughs> So sometimes what I'll do is I'll dry- I go into the drive and I'll go on all fours and start fingering Mars. Hi, Daryl. Hi. <laughs> 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 I'm sure you said this was for your OnlyFans page, was it? <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, I. Mm-hmm. So, so Daryl's um, in his garage. He's actually got like all the like teas left, and his like, "I don't know." No, <laughs> he's got like six screens with all the different cameras in your house, and you'll just <laughs> yeah. Sean, I'll be back in a minute. I'm gonna finger my bum hole in the driveway.
3: <laughs> 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 Daryl, <laughs> can you see it? <laughs> um,
2: would you finger your bum hole and lick it for a million pound?
1: For a million. Aye. I'd do it for 20 quid. <laughs> 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 just start my business. I've got no money. Uh, for ladies and gentlemen,
2: they're looking for, uh, you know, edge against the competitor. All you need to do is think of his bum a wee bit, You've got it yeah.
0: <laughs> Your lights will be installed very well. Uh, we'll be efficiently. Uh, efficiently. that as you throw in an extra 20 pound tip, he will <laughs> stick his finger <laughs> up his ass. I've got, got the ladder with no pants on <laughs> <laughs> only exclusive to our interior
2: <laughs> well you know what, see if you get somebody to do your fucking advertisement don't get a fucking cunt because you'll absolutely kebab it <laughs> <laughs> that will not be edited out <laughs> the fuck up won't remain <laughs> and you know what life's <laughs> all about fucking up Without fucking up, you don't fucking learn shit. Right. And I challenge anybody that fucking thinks otherwise, because you see these people that when they don't have any fuck ups in their life, they're very entitled, very uh, kind of selfish. They expect things to be a certain way, and you're just like, holy fucking shit, what planet are you living on? Yeah. They've clearly yeah. n-
0: they've never had any shit. And the other thing is, as well, is like being more open minded. I feel a lot of people have their own way of looking at things and sure. they won't go away for that. They won't even listen to other people's point of view. It's kind of just like politics all over. Like you can take, you don't need to agree on everything, but you need to understand their point of view. And obviously, you might still think the same, but I think a lot of people just see it their way and don't listen. I think that's connected somehow.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I, don't, I, I... The thing that they've been talking about again and Sean, I I don't know how long you've been in Canada for. Six for years. But it was a uh, So the referendum
2: mm-hmm. Don't bring Scotland. it fucking up again, it, man. It, I want to cry. They,
1: they've they've they have they have they have talking about it again and it's like and listen mm-hmm. I'll hold my hands. I was, I was remain. I was, if if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Because nothing affected me at the time. Do you know what I mean? This podcast will be terminated
0: in three. (laughs) 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 Now, bloody
1: unionist. (laughs) uh, So much. This is coming from the two, this is coming from the two Rangers. uh, Yeah, but I don't support that shit.
2: The whole bloody Britain nonsense. Okay, I don't.
1: But you know, you know what cracked me up? See, when I was work I was working through in the West quite a lot when it was leading up to like kill women and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you know how you don't really ask people? It's just an unspoken thing. You don't really yeah, tell, don't. who have you, know, you voted for? What are you going to doctors mm-hmm. for? Do you know? They were like, Who are you voting for? And I, I, genuinely at that point I was like, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was it was very No <laughs> You will vote you will vote yes or we will kill you. And, uh, you know, one of the guys turned around to me and he says, um, he says, I I just want to stop hearing them talking about 66. (laughs) And I'm like, what about (laughs) the football? And he's like, yeah. I was like, so you think us going independent (laughs) is going to stop Gary Lineker (laughs) match of the day going in about 66? I was like, there was some, there was a lot of deluded side of it. Do you know what I mean? And there was a lot of, but what you were saying about people being so black and White and telling you like no no this is this yeah. is my opinion mm. this is i was getting tired of the people preaching to you yeah. you know telling you that you were right uh, that they that you were wrong and they were right or you would be burnt in the stake <laughs> and i lost quite a few friends well <laughs> fucking same, man. because they wanted to do that yeah it was because they were telling me oh you said black i'm saying mm. white do you know what i mean it was it was it got really and see now that we're slowly coming out of restrictions and stuff like this and now they're talking about cost of fuel rising, the cost of this rising, the cost of that rising. Yeah, And then they're saying, well, let's throw their fucking referendum in again. Yeah. I'm just like, no, I've not got the mental
2: capacity yeah. for this. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's- it is a good time but I kind of wish we were kind of independent to be honest. Not that I have any problem with English yeah. people or that or anything like that it's just the government the countries are different the people are different we're so far away yeah. now we're not i don't feel like we're a union anymore i feel like we're living in our own separate entity and you can see that with the divide and the likes of politics and the divide and likes of how the differences in salaries the way we live like we, in scotland we've still got a fucking massive drug problem like mm. crazy heroin crazy mm. this, crazy that we got homeless people it's like we do need to kind of, kind of fix our own shit first, don't we?
1: Well, I saw um, what's the chancellor called again? Um, Rishi He's going on about now about yeah. So we're talking about. Um, I know you guys are big on crypto.
2: Oh ho ho! I don't know if you've heard the so other episodes, to... but intend
0: uh... to buy. <laughs> <Yes>, uh...
2: TB.
1: <laughs> well, I take it that you've you've heard that he's now talking about. Bringing in a, a cryptocurrency for the UK, wow! But it's programmable, so they've released all the information about it, and they're saying that yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do one. It's we're gonna be a modern uh, country and stuff like that, blah blah. blah mm. But it's programmable, so they were talking about it um on channels watching the other day. So what they mean by that is you could literally go right. I'm going to buy this with my. Cryptocurrency, and they go, Oh, no, you're not mm. because you've spent too much money at Costa this month, or you've spent too much money at yeah. So I'm like controlling well. the consumer, and they're trying to put across like, the health side, like, Oh, well, no, you've had two dominoes this month, yeah. you're fat bastard, you're not <laughs> having another one. And people yeah. are going, Well, that's great, and that's how they're putting it across. But for me, yeah. especially in the government that we're in just now, they ended up buying shares. Oh, god. And, all these pharmaceutical companies at the start with COVID. Please don't, man. What's going to stop them manipulating the market and the rich are getting rich? So I think it's a very slippery slope, and could this be a big thing on cryptocurrency? Is this going to make people think? Well, wait a minute. Here? Well, I think
0: it. I think it's like actually like totally not like it is cryptocurrency. I'm sure, but. It's not, the whole point of crypto is it's meant to be decentralized and be in yeah. the, con, yeah. the control of the people. Like, right now it's the under the control of the financial laws and the financial banks. Or, are we saying that we're basically passing it over to the government? Because that's really, like, it's either, like what it sounds like is that they're going to control it. And that puts you in the same position at the end of the day. Someone else is controlling. Controlling, controlling your life. Controlling yeah. your
2: life, how you spend money, yeah. how you, where it goes. How much? Yeah. How many times you're allowed to do that? Then that's that's how you dictate the whole of the country, and then yeah. then that's it. This is like going towards the likes of modern Hitler.
1: <laughs> it's like another leash around your neck. It's like well, yeah. But but not I, I to Going back to the whole independence thing now, like it's totally totally changed my opinion. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't know if a lot of the political. Leaders that we've got in Scotland and that are are ready yet. But Mm -hmm. if we've had someone in place, do I think they should go independent? I I don't know. But but I certainly don't like the way that we're being governed by
2: Westminster. Yeah, I'm happy to put myself forward, guys. If you want to vote for me, my constituency is Harrington,
0: (laughs) 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 East (laughs) Lothian. I'd like to remind the Honourable Member he is a fanny.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and uh, the right Honourable gentleman is correct.
3: <laughs> Case closed.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, it's, yeah, it is, it is mad. I really can't get my, my head around And Rishi Sunak, allegedly, his wife has a lot of foreign um, money. So. By the way, way the, the laws he wants to go, you're not going to get taxed on it. Oh, yeah. So he's literally going to be making more money out of the fucking rules he wants to implement. That sort yeah. of dodgy shit making rich richer is not doesn't really feel like some sort of um, government. It almost feels like yeah. with their abusing power.
1: I need to look into the story again, but don't quote me on this. But I'm sure at like the start of COVID, <laughs> <laughs> there was a. I think it was the people that were gonna be like distributing the um vaccines across the UK and stuff like that. Mm. They put a director in place and it was just some random guy. And it turns out it was Boris Johnson's brother.
2: You are fucking that
1: joking he'd put in. No, I need to, I need to, I'll need to try and find the story. We're putting this- it was something like that. It was something to do, was around this time as it started, it was, I can't remember exactly what it was, it may, might not necessarily been the th- pharmaceutical side of distribution. Masks. But,
3: <laughs> but, <You don't... laughs> and
1: by the way, it might have been, it might have been It might have been a medical PPE, mm, yeah. distribution for medical BB. you could be on something there, but I remember, you, you see once you start scratching the surface... It's unbelievable. That makes
2: me fuck a fucking a cantle and oh, the third <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, One of the guys. Is
1: Encanto the one who's saying we don't talk about Bruno? Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's yeah, that's very,
2: a, it's actually yeah, a very good God. Disney film. It's about, that's, that's going to be stuck in my Mexicano head now. power. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you Do you find that with the kids now, Michael? They've if, if, if been listening to something. Mm. You've got that song stuck in your head? Yes, absolutely
2: fucking shite. I had Blippi stuck in my head. I had fucking Peppa Pig. I had all all this absolute fucking shite that I hate so much. (laughs) I hate the fucking Teletubbies. All those arseholes. (laughs) Cannot be arsed. Enjoyed it at the time. Don't get me wrong. Great great at five years old. Now I'm fucking in my 30s, man. Piss
3: off.
1: What was your favourite thing growing up? If you, could, what, what, if I said to you, what was your favourite kids' programme growing up? What was the first thing that popped in your head? <sighs>
2: fucking hell, man. Tom and Jerry, probably. Mm. Tom and Jerry, uh, Wacky Races, fucking Hong Kong Foo, all these things. That, oh, Top yeah. Cat. Oh, you mm. dirty.
0: Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Keenan and Kel. Oh, I used to love oh, that. Oh, fucking right. Oh, Keenan and Kel. Yeah, doom,
2: doom, doom.
3: Doom. <laughs> Who loved Arthur? <Armin>? <laughs>
2: Care. I
1: mean, when I came in from school, it was New <laughs> News Round. Oh, fuck aye. You're like, right, get this off. News was good. <laughs> and then you'd have The Simpsons mm-hmm. and then The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, the TV oh,
0: lineup. Fuck. And your yeah. mum would bring your dinner in.
2: Let's not mention The uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I do not want the fans thinking we support that shit.
0: Yeah. That would be a slap in the face to them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about me and Sean like to, you know, a volleyball or stuff
1: <laughs> between a between a Chris Rock and a hard play <laughs> <laughs> thank you I'm here a week, i here a week uh,
0: now the officially my new co-host, Michael uh, uh, we're going to have to talk after this uh, episode guys. i must still get my severance package <laughs> <Well>.
3: <laughs> How,
1: uh, Sean how's that been I mean that's another thing now mm. like how big is it, like, you hear like
0: how big Whoa, I hear that Ukraine. a lot but anyway yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> that, that, substantial that's
1: taking a back seat uh, like all the kids uh, was it Yemen was getting bombed mm. again like, was it like three, three 300,000 people got killed last mm. week but no one was talking about it because it doesn't
2: fit the agenda well
1: Smith lost his it shit it doesn't fit the agenda man
2: bitch slapped Chris it's crazy
1: I mean, has it been It's been a social frenzy, a media frenzy over here?
0: Has it been the same in, in Canada? For, for oh. the Russian Ukraine, or you mean for the Yen and things? Will Smith. For the Will Smith-Bischler. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That was everywhere here as well, yeah. He's fucked, eh? He, his career yeah, is everywhere. absolutely
2: fucked. He actually just got banned yeah. for fucking 10 years.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they're saying that he should hand his Oscar back and stuff like that as well. And yeah. uh, there's something seriously wrong going on there. I think
2: he, I think he does have. He, I don't know if you watched his fitness thing. There is a element of mental health suffering he's got for sure. Yeah, and he admitted it at the point when he was depressed and struggling. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he's in a, a state where he's not really paying attention. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, it looks like his wife's kind of neglecting him a little bit. Welcome back to Loose Men. <laughs> <laughs> Because our souls are all loose because we go on our fours and finger
0: our arse for the camera.
3: <laughs>
0: and you know what the most ironic thing is? Who makes your uh, candles for your house? Is it ring? <laughs> I finger in my ring.
2: <laughs> the, the ring. <laughs> master, give me the ring. The hobbits is master. Master, give me the ring. Hobbits. Sorry, I've got an issue, man. I'm trying to get over these. I really hope that someone that listens to this
1: podcast is going to go and buy a right video doorbell <laughs> the weekend and they've just got that. Nah, fuck that.
2: <laughs> or they actually do try and finger themselves in the driving and go, it didn't really capture Mars properly. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go two ways. Can you go two ways. That's what uh, Sean's been telling me.
3: <laughs>
0: well, you know, you get that notification on your phone eh? like, there is a losing in the driveway and you click up the notification on your phone, up comes a guy with, or I don't know who someone lying on their back with their legs up
2: Do you think, so <laughs> Man, somebody God. theoretically put ring on ring, they could be somebody is entering your passage Yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. Moses beware, I'll be spreading your sea
1: See, I'm, my ring bells at my back door so <laughs> somebody entering my back passage <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome back to Jeff Bezos's Dirty Jokes <laughs>
0: So you ring doorbells at your back door <laughs>
1: <laughs> Correct uh, uh, I tell it like it was, it was. <laughs> I moved it to my front door Just,
0: I, like, I like changing it up <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I believe you got it wrong when you said Sean, it goes both ways, I think with would be a better uh, advocate for this well, he, is, he is the electrical man, and he comes
2: uh, from fire away, what can he say You
1: definitely, You've definitely been thinking about that all day I uh-huh. never just flowed off the top of your head No,
2: breath. I have been thinking about it all day because that's what I do, eh? Think about other people all day. That's the way my fucking head works. I'm an s- unselfish son of a gun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Neil has got a list of the 20 electrician jokes on hand, ready just in case we <laughs> wanted to uh, nah, go for it right now.
2: <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, but Darryl, what is the most used electrical joke? Oh, yes, I want to know this. Yeah, yeah. That's shocking, eh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
3: man. <laughs> can anybody uh, smell
2: electricity in the air (laughs)
3: there
1: was one that did you hear about the gay Mm Sparky? oh he got wired into his mate (laughs) that was one that was ones that that was ones that daft laborers used to come up (laughs) to the site
3: and tell you and you're like ah it's fucking hilarious mate fuck (laughs) off (laughs) Um, (laughs) there is another
1: one (laughs) the cable colours now are live's Brown, mm. blue's neutral, and earth's green and yellow. Mm-hmm. So, used to, st- there was, what was it? The Irish electricians' wiring was <laughs> uh, earth to earth, live to live, and blue to fuck.
3: <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> so, only two sparky jokes at all. They're both pretty shite. Jesus. <laughs>
2: I mean, oh, yeah. Videos. Not sure it'll uh, you know be used in the festival, but pretty funny.
1: You get a, you get a lot of guys in sight, like when you're at a fuse board and it's dead, you know, and you're hook, and they'll go up to, and they'll come up by engine, they'll go. <laughs> I don't get me wrong. You do shit yourself. You do shit yourself. It's
2: fucking close. Or uh,
1: you, you'll get the usual. You you know putting putting a uh, light together, and someone goes past and goes. And you're just like oh, I don't know, very, you know, but it wears thin. It wears very thin. So if you're listening, don't do it. So are
2: you? Are you saying to me, Daryl, that all electrical engineers have got a short circuit? <laughs> <laughs> a short fuse. Yes. Small cock. Oh.
1: That's why I carry big power tools around to compensate
2: for other things. To the size of my hammer. B Stainless steel, non-rust. <laughs> fucking twelve quid. Fucking what the fuck? See, people, this is the thing. a <clears> thing. <throat> tungsten bit. I don't know any of that terminology. I have no fucking clue. I know I go into uh, B and Q and buy stuff. I don't try and buy cheap as fuck because, no, oh, like I don't know a fucking wee Jimmy screwdriver or something. What the fuck's this? fucking moulds in so it Would itself.
1: you say you're not very handy? So-so. Mm, like if Karen said to you, go and put up a shelf, would you be c- confident? I'm more handy than I.
2: Aye. I, I've this anxiety stuff before, but then once you kind of get your head, this again, oh, about the fucking mental side, they're bringing you back to mental FM. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm fucking mental. We're all mental. <laughs> 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 and uh, we are. But yeah, yeah. I slowly, slowly, uh, like, floored my loft, all this stuff. Then I drilled the ring, sort of drilled the ring, and drilled the outside wall to fit my ring.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> guys, you've picked a real bad fucking product name. Can we change this to an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys got that new arsehole. <laughs> they really haven't picked a very good no.
1: for something that you finger before you go in. <laughs>
2: are, you, are, you, are you implying that gay guys have given up this product name <laughs> <laughs> the ring I, put, I touch the ring first before anything else <laughs> the stink before the pink <laughs>
1: Do you think they made, they made the doorbell and they went, oh, fuck, sphincter's taken. They're <laughs> just <called>
2: ringing. <laughs> Mate, but you know what? I reckon in Germany it's massive. Oh, yeah. Das da sphincter.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm put on a German channel later on. In the, yeah, I can't, I don't know if this is even German, but oh, I think he it
2: only. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Entree! <laughs> That's not even German, is it? Entree. Ich, I, I
2: mean, you're a little bit close. Ich, was is your eye so you got a one letter fucking, like, right, so that was good. Fucking hell. Unbelievable.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I
1: did French. That's good. I did German. Sorry. Yeah. I did German bit, as
2: well. A bit of fucking,
1: uh, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, Canada, Canada speaks a lot of French. There's French. Quebec. French Canadian. Yeah, they yeah. Do,
0: yeah. Like, do you always see the French? translation underneath, like, even on all the packaging and that, like, when you get food, it's got, like, the French and English on it, Mm.
3: and then as you go, and then
0: all the, like, here in the road signs, it's got the French, like, underneath, but the, as you go to Quebec, it's just the French, they don't really have the, the, well, they do have the English usually underneath it, but sometimes (laughs) they don't, it's like a different country when you go into Quebec.
1: It's a bit like when I mean, you go up in the Highlands, they've got like Gaelic things. They've got the like, Gaelic. Gaelic yeah, and, yeah. Do
2: you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. oh, hi, the new Jimmy. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I really just hope they don't get yes and we mixed up mixed up. Even sorry, because that's going to be horrible. <laughs> you no, know, the French guy is going to fucking piss, thinking it's yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's why we say that's why we say the word pish. Strong. Nobody messes with us. We're not taking that pish. You know? But then, oh, but, shite as well, though.
1: Pisheen. Pisheen. Is that not a swimming pool in front? Puteen.
0: Pisheen. Puteen. I don't know. P-
3: p- <laughs> p- p- oh, or p- oh. poutine.
0: I hear that a
2: lot, aye? Sorry, Karen.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> actually started one at one point I was trying to learn French uh, I used that app called Duolingo and you just it's three and I was you oh. doing it for like i done it for like 60 days straight so I'm running on 10 minutes a day I did learn a, a decent amount but honestly it's really hard to it's really hard to, to learn how to speak French I gave up because I was like I'm not really going to use it anyway so
2: yeah what mate
0: <laughs> we, we, we can't sell a deal without t- t- telling Daniel. thank you for coming on <laughs> hey, Daryl thank hey, you I sell
2: a deal no, no, I'm, I'm not, just I'm, I'm, I'm sorry we do not know when you're finished yet so yeah, that, was we're, the we're shooting the we, that was a false cum
1: that was a false come. we uh, we we're uh, live a French teacher Mr McLeod <gasps> it was his campus Christmas Name drop. he was married supposedly
2: <laughs> to the bobby
1: <laughs> I was absolutely shocking. I, I I can't even spell in English, let alone in French. And then uh, I'll never forget. He made an announcement in the class, and he said, "Guys, just to let you know, we we're getting assessed on two parts of it." And he says, "You've all you've all passed." Uh, Donald didn't pass on the written part, <laughs> but on his campus voice, he went but he got an A for oral. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. You know when you're arsehole, you just want your arsehole to swallow up. I was just like, oh god. Like, <laughs> Never look at my classmates that like that again.
2: Absolutely <laughs> fucking class. But for some weird reason, I went down the opposite way instead of having a great funny story. I remembered that there was a fucking uh, Peterfield caught, lifeguard caught at my fucking high school. How about that? Fucking Jim Jimison, his brother.
0: <laughs> oh shit, yeah. I forgot to that.
2: Yeah, fucking crazy man. He's a fucking lifeguard. Did you never, did you never hear about? We had.
1: Uh, I, I hadn't joined yet. I was in primary, so we joined when I joined in first year. Where did you go? He'd just been fired. Jim. But we had a John, uh, Mister Johnson. His name was. No, he's right. his and Johnson, mate, dirty boy. bastard. <laughs> well, he did. <laughs> he did, and what he was doing was he was doing extra tuition at home. He was a history teacher. Right. I know. But um, he got <laughs> fired, and he got put. He, he went. He went, <laughs> <Jesus Christ> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> he
3: went to uh,
1: he went to jail, and when he got out, Thank God, his cellmate came and visited him. This is at Polworth, just not far from where I grew up. I grew up in uh, <coughs> Morningside, uh, and um, he, uh, his flat, his cellmate came. Murdered him. Holy shit! And chopped off his heck? head, his arm, well, all his limbs. Holy shit! Rumour has it that he cut cut his knob off. What? And put it in his mouth. So oh, we remember, we hell, I was going to school roughly. at this point when it all happened. That's disgusting. And they found in the wheelie bins. They found uh, most of the limbs. I think some of his other limbs was found in a greenhouse Shh. at the bottom of the back green Holy fuck. But one of his legs was in my mate's wheelie bin. <laughs> And that's his claim to fame. Oh, <laughs> that, Holy shit! That's his claim to fame.
3: Fucking <laughs> Holy hell. shit! So,
1: and that was a joke that was going around. How did they fight? How did they get found out? And he says, "Oh, and he was carrying the bag. The arse fell out the bag." <laughs> <laughs> fucking close
2: one. But that's fucked up. Oh. That's pretty fucking bad. Rest in peace, Mister Johnson. Hey fucking hell. Look, he says, looking down on you. Maybe, well, maybe not. Maybe looking up.
1: Sorry, I felt right, Dick. That was like top Trumps. <laughs> was like, oh wait,
2: hold my beer. <laughs> nah, it's just interesting how that stuff's yes. still a part of the community. And like, Daryl, you've got kids. I've got kids. I know, Sean, you don't, but I'm not trying to exclude you. But nowadays, it seems like guys are f- guys are a bit too fucking creepy. Eh? Like, I, everyone's on their fucking phone. They're like, oh, I want to fucking sex, 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 X. Oh, I mean, I can I'll admit I was a fucking horny bastard, but this is next level shit. No. No?
1: I feel they can hide behind their phones now. They can hide behind their keyboard yeah. and stuff like that. I think it's far easier for them. But mm. I can't even imagine. Terrific. What?
2: Snapchat and I, all that shit. What I'd do, Snap- do if
1: I caught them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's not even worth thinking about, is it? But I, I, I genuinely would. I'd be going to jail for a very, very long time. Well, you know what the biggest
2: problem with oh, this is? Yeah. The actual um, laws around this sort of thing, they're, they get away with fucking, not murder, but they just get away with a year and then they're out. To, then they get their name changed. Then they're fucking relocated. And you're like, hold on, they're getting a benefit.
1: To change an identity and all this, it's just the, the whole thing, the whole system, the whole way <laughs> that we deal with justice in this country, and even going back to Callum, do you know what I mean? People like the trolls that we're talking about—that this is this, this is the sort of same brush that they're tarring him with. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, Callum was in jail, but he was serving his punishment, and that was. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But then, even in there, I he, he told me uh-huh. as well that just across another side, and no. another block, you'd have like people in high security and it wasn't because of well, them escaping it was to keep the other prisoners away from them yeah. because they you know molested kids they murdered someone or, or or something
2: like that like nobody accepts it. it doesn't matter like the killers never they all fucking go to them eh it's one of those things that is just when you know a fucking killer or whatever is just anything when you put in jail they'll go in and attack these people because <clears throat> yeah. they're the fucking scum yeah <clears throat> Them rapists, that all—all all that shit is disgusting, man. It Makes me sick. It makes me sick that we still have an issue with that, and there's no control. And
3: like, mm-hmm.
2: how the hell do we help women, man? That's just the biggest thing. Eh? Like, as I yeah. said, two daughters. How the fuck do we help women? I, I mean, they're having to go about with fucking sirens and shit in their fucking bags. Are you fucking kidding me, man? What the fuck? How yeah. uh, we need to can we need to tackle it from a man, um, a man kind of. Point of view as well, like I feel like men need to do a bit more. But I don't know how we do that. Uh-huh.
1: It seems it seems to me like on nights out and that now as well, it mm. just doesn't. I mean, I remember when I <laughs> back in the day when I used to go uptown, uh, when it when I didn't have a a five day hangover after it, you did see guys, you know, slapping girls' arses when they're going past in a nightclub or something. The one thing that but just when I stopped going to clubs, it was really getting quite big, which I thought was. Just fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Uh it was guys with their phones. I don't know if you can remember this. Mm. Guys with their phones on the skirt. Walking past girls in the night truck with their camera phone up their skirt to have a look. And you know, they came back, even back then you go, Oh fucking no, eye, look at him. Now I just I just don't get I don't think it's fair, no, especially not. for women walking home on their own feeling. You know, terrified. I, Francis, for ages, when she used to get in a taxi home, because it was bad. There was you're hearing stories about taxi drivers, Jesus fucking, fucking the cabs and taking them in places and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And one, I'm sure it was one of Francis's friends. Nothing happened, mm-hmm. but the guy took her to like this dodgy bit, yeah. And he was definitely thinking about, it and he obviously freaked out, and he just let her out, yeah. But again, going back to. The guys, sort of side of things. I mean, in that situation, if you got a phone call, God forbid, you know, if what what what's it like in uh, in Canada, <coughs> something like it? over here? Obviously, it's it's pretty massive over in the UK just now because there's been a lot of stuff going on. But is it is the same in Canada? I, I think
0: it? It, I think it's in general. It's like I say, there's quite. I mean, I've not been on mm. a trotter night out there for years, but.
2: This is a worldwide issue.
0: Oh, it's a worldwide issue, but I think it's oh, yeah. definitely people over there, or are, are, are guys at least, I feel are more aggressive. Like, and they kind of force themselves on and more. It does happen here. Here, it's going to be, I think, like, from what I've heard to women here, it's mostly, like, stupid comments that are, like, totally sexist and, you know, like, kind of comments about their bodies and stuff like that. And uh, it's it's still disgusting. I bet you more than what I know happens. I don't I I don't hear about it a lot, but uh, oh yeah, it's a worldwide problem for sure. It's just a shame that there's no like there's no immediate solutions that are or a clear solution because there's uh, going back to the beginning. Like you, everything's unique, you know.
2: Well, it needs to be a worldwide campaign. That's what they need to do first. They've not done that. Yeah. When have you seen a worldwide campaign to make sure every woman is safe in this world? Like,
0: yeah. I've not Honestly, seen it. Honestly, it stems from mental health. I think you need to tackle the mental health problem that's been around mm-hmm. for so long. It's been around, man, and uh, and yeah, like over the last few years, it's become more accepted. You know, taking medication or go to therapy or whatever it is. Yeah. But that has to become a part of the healthcare system, like, as r- easily accessible as a, a GP or a family doctor or whatever. That's what I... Th- like, most people don't have any... Like, <clears throat> it's, it comes from, you know, not wanting to say anything or yeah. not knowing who to go to. Like, my mum uh, <clears throat> cut old... I don't know, it was within the last year anyway, so she's driving along the road uh, near her house yeah. and she looks under the ditch and there's a... Uh, a, a boy there, probably like she reckons about 19, nineteen, twenty, something, something like that, So a young guy and she's like, she, she drives past and as she's going along she's like oh no, I need to turn back because something's weird, like it's in the middle of nowhere there's no houses there, it's like fucking grass and under a bridge right, so you only think of the worst Okay, so she goes back yeah. and she just says, she stays in her car and that, like, it's a good distance away. And she just says, are you okay? Like, is, is everything okay? Do you need anything or any help? Or do you want me to contact someone? And he goes, no, I'm fine. Um, but she was like, he just kind of said, no, I'm fine, turned the other way and didn't really want to, like, talk. So anyway, uh, she she's like, yes, I'm going to call the police anyway because... I, I can't live with myself as I leave here and then find out somebody's died there or, <clears throat> or something's happened. So she calls the yeah. police, and then they go and get the 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 person. And uh, she got a call for like one of the people in the uh, I guess a sergeant in the police or something. They were like, "You saved his life because he Holy was going to commit suicide, and or he was going to do something like to harm himself anyway. That no, they would not kill yeah. themselves. Oh they would
2: have fucking god.
0: And she never did that."
2: It's unbelievable, man. What a fucking person, mate. Unbelievable.
0: But but that's what I'm saying. You never know. You never know what somebody's going through. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's like, you know, we're quick to make these judgments on people and why people do certain things. And don't get me wrong, some things are disgusting. But, you know, like I think you said at the beginning, Daryl, like everything's unique. Like the night, the end. You know, thing that people read is like, oh, another murder. Someone else has been shot again. You know, that's the end result. But where does it come from? It doesn't come because they were born to kill people or wanted to kill people mm. since they were born. It's all the mental stuff. I think.
2: Do you think? <clears throat> yeah. Do you guys think this is a kind of concept I got in my head that maybe right now we are the era or generation or the realist? Because the way I'm saying that is, back in the day, people didn't deal with mental health. So they were holding it in. Then they used stuff like drugs or alcohol to cover it up so they could never properly feel it. So they were numbing it. So I think, honestly, the generation we're in right now where the realest humans have have been, obviously, back in the day when we were fucking running about fucking smashing T-Rexes and that, that's a different mentality. That's still there in the back of our our head. We're all fucking from that bloodline.
1: (laughs) I think in Scotland as well, I think looking back at something that you, you didn't really... Appreciate, but mm. looking see, train spotting, unbelievable. Like, looking at that, mm. I have to admit, you look at there's you know what, four different characters in that, mm-hmm. and you know, some of them come from a pretty from a family that's shot their arrow pretty straight. Then you've got was it Begbie that's You're Raj. You know, and, and <laughs> I think in train spotting, too, it goes back, and you do see. And at the time, it was a cult classic and stuff like that, but there was a bit of a hidden meaning to that, and it it, it does, it goes back yeah. to, you know, you never know, any walk in life, you know, you've you've got heroin addicts, mm-hmm. you've got, you know, alcoholics, you've got that, and it doesn't matter, and I've said this before, it doesn't matter if you're in, in a third world country, in a first world country, you've got the same problems in front of you, mm-hmm. but... Your back set might be something different. You could live in absolute squalor and absolute poverty. Your start point it doesn't matter how much money you've got. Mm-hmm. If that switch goes in your head, or if something happens, yeah. it's it's completely relative to where, what walking, uh, you know, what class or what, where you've come from, and you've had a silver spoon in your mouth mm-hmm. or not. We're all in, in the same boat yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? And that's where. Mm-hmm.
2: Honestly, do you not feel that? you can kind of kind of suss those people out Like people have not had that like hard life because the way they react is so fucking crazy uh, or acting yeah. the way they say things is like you like on this fucking planet
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um i mean what it does to people's mind and then you get people that are in like denial mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's like, the worst and well, I, 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 I remember I had a girl at school because uh, I went to James Gillespie's and Gillespie's was a very, very diverse school, very diverse. Mm-hmm. How many Asians? Um,
2: Can I get a number, please? Since I'm, you know, oh, represent. Well,
1: this is the thing. Like, <laughs> that was a good thing. That's why That was the one thing I liked about the mm-hmm. school oh. is there was loads of Asians, loads of Muslims, every different type of mm-hmm. race, every walk of life. And it was great. The only thing I didn't like, and this is what the school did, See when it came to Eid and stuff like that, it was like, "Oh no, that's only for you know <laughs> the Muslims and and, and that to, to do." If there was Chinese New Year, oh, that's only for the Chinese to do. Mm. We'll celebrate it, but it was always really, like sad.
2: Was so not really, but actually like hit, like enjoying it together as a whole. So there was segregation.
1: No, not really. Not really. They tried to make it like that. Like They used to get some of the girls to, you know, it was like, oh, can we give the white people henna tattoos so they can feel part mm-hmm. of it. That's honestly what it felt like. Yeah. It felt <laughs> that <God> ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but um, but I made some really good friends at school from different, uh, you know, grow, growing up, you know, we'd say stuff to each other that, you know, if other people heard us saying it, they'd be like, oh, that's racist. Yeah. But we didn't see <clears> it as racist because we just seen it as words. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We tried to break down barriers that way. Mm-hmm. But going back, there was a there was a lot of different. Like, you had Neds and stuff like golf. You know, every every school. Dad, we had one girl who Sweaties. <laughs> sweaties. Oh, that's, I still love that. Sweaty. sweaty. Um, always had those. You know, those sort of flared, <laughs> what they, the flare sort of skateboard um. trousers. I remember I've tried to put them on once, but. I look too much like a BJ, especially.
3: especially that is not stylish. a blow job um, for the listeners out there. <laughs> no sexual content. A,
1: B, a BJ, not a, not a, not a blow job. Um, but uh, I remember a girl there. I, I used to get on with everyone, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember noticing one day in class that uh, she had cl- like slits all up her oh, wrist, Jesus Christ, all the way man. right up her arm, and um, I remember her clocking me seeing them, and she was like. You know, mm. really quick, pull their sleeve fuck. up, and um, I kind of went, "You're right," and she she went, well, "Fuck off," oh. and I was like, "And I I went, no, nah, she's not right," and they were fresh. There, some of them were properly scarred, mm-hmm. and I went to um, like the year head counselor, and I said, "Oh, look, so and so's," and they went, "Right, okay," and then about a day later, I remember her storming up to me in the corridor, and she like hit me. Oh. Holy shit. And she was like,
2: oh, don't don't, don't stick
1: your nose in. Don't stick your nose in. You know nothing about me and stuff like that. And I was like, well, sorry. Didn't think any more of it. And then I remember years later, I was in my local bar. This was maybe, I'd say years later, maybe about three or four years mm-hmm. later. She came up to me and I totally didn't recognise her. She wasn't dressed like a girl. She just looked like plain Jane.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And she says, oh, do you remember me? And I went, oh, yeah, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. And I forgot all about that story.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my God.
1: And she said, she says... I want to buy you a drink. And I went, why? And she went, she said, I, I think you might have saved my life. Holy sure. shit. Because she ended up getting major counselling from the school at that point.
2: mean mm-hmm. that's amazing.
1: And I have to admit, see from that day onwards, we, I had—I was a scout leader for a few years. And God, this sounds terrible. I sound like I'm blowing one trumpet here. But what I'm trying to say is it felt good. It felt mm. good helping people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, Thank God you said helping people. Thank God you
2: said helping people because there was a picture being painted there that I did not want to. <laughs> no, no, stop it, stop it, <laughs> cut it off. Can we edit this?
1: <laughs> but um, but I that, that it happened twice. It happened twice. One there was a, a, a young guy, at scouts, that was getting bullied, and I'd I'd stopped that from happening. Mm-hmm. And he, I, he, again, he came up to me a few years later and said, "Oh." He just said, "Oh, thanks. You got me through a really difficult part of my life. Do you know what I mean?" Um, so I think as well now that I've gone through bits mm-hmm. and you're aware, listening to yeah, and it was just it was like when I said it to you the other day, I didn't even realise how much when I said it. Mm-hmm. I was just saying it as a as a comment, mm-hmm. but when I after you said it to me, I could see it, it, it took you back a bit, Michael. When I said it,
2: no, massively. It was like
1: no, the the, the podcast really. It, it, you know, you didn't directly reach out and, and do anything in particular. It was just, when I'm listening to this, when I'm out walking the dog, when I'm out in my own thoughts and I put my headphones on, I'm zoning out for 50 minutes. And I think if that can help, if that's just a little thing, a part of someone's day that's maybe full of darkness and misery, if you can escape that 50 minutes, an hour, it's, so important do you know what I mean and you might come out of that and reflect a bit on it and then think you know what I felt good in that how can I how can I find something to fill this void how can I and that might be just be the catalyst that finds that someone finds to go and get help or, or or something like that but I really really like you were saying earlier Michael I really think it's so important for we we live in a time now there is quite a lot of help yeah whether you the get best. it from your GP or not I don't know but I found social media, on the flip side, is also a massive part for making you feel inadequate. You know, this is everybody else's um, life. This is
2: oh my god, look at them! Everybody's posting the best mm-hmm. parts. But you know what? Any of you want, guys want to invest in? I'll give you fifty percent of a business for like you know a yeah. couple of million or whatever. To uh, depression, social media, we will just <laughs> make everybody feel good good about themselves because it's not as bad as their life. <laughs> We'll do the opposite. It's,
1: it goes back to the old cliche. You don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And Facebook and Instagram is great at making people look like they're having the, you know, a, 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 an excellent time in life and they're absolutely smashing They're addicted it. to it though. And in reality...
2: They're addicted to it. All they do is picture this. They don't enjoy the moment. They're sitting there taking a picture with they're eating a cake when they're fucking... Finish the cake when they're fucking doing the piss. Look at my new toenails. Fucking hell man. Live life a bit. Don't fucking right, record man.
1: I see people in concerts now and they've got their phone up like that. Like
2: <laughs> you're like, mm. enjoy it. Yeah.
1: yeah just a shite. Get lost in the euphoria
0: of it. Yeah. Do you know and what I mean? And that brings it's... back
2: to the Masters. They ban phones, you actually see people watching. It it's like, wow. Amazing. This is like the well, prob- really? yeah, yeah, they do, yeah.
0: You're in the end of the ceilings of stuff more than the actual oh, what yeah. it look like. <laughs> Back to Daryl being small. Maybe Daryl wouldn't understand this. <laughs> uh,
2: I can't get him, can get him past the butt cheeks. More
0: on that next week.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, it's, you're right. You're right, Sean. It's. Um... You do, you you lose sense of your own reality with it. You know, it's like you're filming it to watch it back later and you're not taking (laughs) in what's going on right in front of you. For
0: me, it's just fucking ludicrous. It really is. And uh, and that's all you see is like people with these selfie sticks and that, and the crowd are like a shit ton of people (laughs) and just taking the video. It's like, why don't you just watch what's on the stage? (laughs) Like, you're at a concert,
2: for God's sake. It's a show off thing, wasn't it? You
1: see middle aged dads walking around with ring video doorbell cameras filming their <laughs> arsehole. Do you know what
0: I mean? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean he's it. on a different social media platform, actually. It's a uh, <laughs> grinder. <well, laughs> uh, only fans. <laughs> on- only only rings. <laughs> <laughs> Onlyrings.com forward slash cordy. <laughs> Dirty doorbell. One finger one <laughs> finger.com. Use promo code For RING fucking. so you're first man free. <laughs> <laughs> one free.
2: Fi- one finger is all you need.
0: <laughs> Joining Michael is the detective electrician Sherlock Holmes.
2: <laughs> I've got a light bulb moment.
0: <laughs> We're just going to try and make as many electrician jokes as possible look through the keyhole it'll be, different, it'll be a different type of show
2: is that your sphincter?
1: sphincter? <laughs> like I say when these guys invited me along I was absolutely... I, I thought Michael was taking the piss, to be honest. I'm good at doing that, <laughs> um,
2: but I'm sincere as well. You're going back to that bias again, aren't you? Can't take me serious. Fuck's sake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is what's called referring to earlier parts of the episode.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, God I, God, I feel such a hypocrite now. Sorry, <laughs> It's okay, yeah. i just
2: totally victimised you. She did a little bit of empathy. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, to be honest, it's typical
2: that Michael would end that specific part and then throw it in your face again. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> yeah, no, I did
0: the show uh, on
1: most weeks. <laughs> uh, I get the bullet pointed and I post it. i will get him back for it. But like,
0: honestly,
2: under- under- what's that, Michael? Five underlines, like come on. That mean for some reason that makes it proper. I'll me put fucking underlines like that. Well, I remember seeing my papa uh, and granny like... With an exclamation mark. And they <laughs> ripped it. They were going fucking ham-like.
3: <clears throat> mm. Old
2: folk back in the day just... Didn't, they just went for it. Because eh? if you didn't, you're done. Back then, there was a lower level where you could do fuck all. You had to just rip your arse off eh? to live. yeah. And that's why people now... like Majority of folk now got it so easy. They don't understand what true struggle is.
0: Well, you think about the, the concept to like... When we were at school, we were... Uh, we learned about physics, um, like for example, you take a banana, and oh, yeah. uh, okay, there's a lot of talk about sphincter and rings, but you know, there is also the mouth, <laughs> <laughs> as Michael is doing on his uh, webcam right now. Prove it. Banana <laughs> <laughs> blowjob We have a very good archive of the uh, outtakes for Inside Out podcast. I have a. Uh, <laughs>
2: don't they going to be shown like that's uh, off limits but if you subscribe to this new uh, promotion I'm pretty sure we can get you on board if uh, you're interested and and talking about that we're trying to get a website set up for Inside podcast and I don't know do a blog or a forum or something and we want to get get feedback if you want to be on if you want to talk about something if you want to be you want to ask something just yeah legit just Hopefully they'll Hopefully, be up in the next month or so. I'm hoping, but could be longer. We'll update
0: yeah. the listeners next week. Going oh, indeed, as we go, you'll see that link. Na- Michael, but not I'll, just uh, that need you to give us the updates.
2: <laughs> I will. Not a problem, Sean. I can do that after you edit <laughs> the podcast. Okay. Uh, moving on <laughs> uh, back to the initial thing you're talking about, Daryl. Obviously, you yeah. mentioned that this has been on the news channels. This has been on a lot of social media like the, the reason i'm glad you talked about it is because if you can yeah. get somebody to think about it in a different way and help yeah. them realize there's still injustice in areas such as the prison system well i like not everybody in there's bad not everybody in there's done something that they deserve what's happened to yeah. calm and you know i send all the love to you and the family and <clears throat> yeah the biggest Likewise. thing for me is like uh, I've not been in a situation like yours, but I've been in something similar. So I know what it's like to be that fucking rock. And, you know, sometimes you feel like you, you can't be vulnerable in that. And you can hear, man. You can be fucking me. You can be us. I know Sean would say the same thing. Like, it's, you don't always have to fucking be the big person. Sometimes you can let your shoulders down a bit, man. And we'll yeah. be fucking there or someone will be there to fucking push you up, man. Eh? So yeah. I just want to fucking let you know that. Like I got your fucking back, man.
1: Oh no, it's, no, no. It, and the feelings mutual. And it, I think it just shows as well. I mean, I'm at Buenos, you're at Harrington. <laughs> miles apart, mm. and Sean, Sean's in Canada. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And all it takes is now. This is the good thing about the technology that we've got mm. now. That, like you said, people back in the day never had. You know, like our grandparents and stuff. You couldn't pick up a you could pick up a phone, but you couldn't pick up, you know, come on FaceTime or something like yeah. that. And, uh, you know, it's all instantaneous now. If you had to so, meet somebody,
2: you met them, and if they didn't fucking meet there, that was it. Tough.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's well for Sean in Canada. like so talking to family back mm. home. I mean, that, 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 if you think, if you'd moved over, you know, 20, 30 years ago, Not we, possible. You wouldn't have imagined it. Yeah. You know, you'd maybe send some photos or something in the post, yeah. or but you know, you can instantly see your, yeah. your your family and stuff like that. So there is a lot of even counselling now. Yeah, <laughs> you might not necessarily have to go to you know a surgery or, or a clinic or whatever, and that you a lot of counselling is done
3: online. Like this,
1: yeah. and I do think it's people do want to see a face. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And something else. Um, <laughs> yeah. Depends on what type of counselling you're going yeah. for. But uh <laughs> <laughs> But um but yeah no I think um if if, if anyone can take anything from from this is it's sometimes it's better to talk like you'd be surprised oh, yeah. that when you put your head above the parapet mm-hmm. how many people would go Oh, I didn't know you were doing going through that. Yeah, mm. something similar happened to me. Or this is what I did. Yeah. This is what we yeah. did. Or, and then going back, like to what we were saying earlier, Michael, as well about sometimes people not taking people that are bigger characters being funny serious. Sometimes, sometimes when it takes a bigger <clears throat> character to come out and say that, people go, "All oh, right, okay." This isn't a joke, they are, do you know what I mean? Sometimes you need to just say it as it is. It happened today you know?
2: to me, uh, I was explaining to one of the guys I haven't seen in a while, because one of the guys is leaving work, and I met another guy that had left um, later on last year, and he was like, somebody told me about like your mental health and the depression, and he was, like, I couldn't believe somebody like with your character would have it. And mm-hmm. I was like, phew, yeah, and I was, there you go. Way, way, I was way down, yeah. I was way down, and there was just like shock in his face. So... Mm-hmm. You know that's the biggest thing is the awareness, the the awareness and acceptance as well. We need to have both.
1: It's so important to talk out, (laughs) talk about stuff, and you know, the last thing that I would want anyone I knew, friend, or 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 just you know, someone that I meet during the day,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: um, you know, you could go into a shop every day to go and get something in the morning, or, and. Those people as well, sometimes they see loads of people throughout the day, but that's their life. They don't have anything like that. And the amount of people that I've spoke to, I I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm -hmm. And if I've said to them, all that, they might go, oh, wait a minute, this guy's listening to me. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's amazing. People that you don't know sometimes open up like a flower. (laughs) And then that's when you realise that person needs a bit of help. I I, I have to admit, I'm... (laughs) My wife and my mum have said it that I'm really bad for <laughs> maybe giving too much of my energy to people and going, people that I don't know and going, mm-hmm. you're right, you need help, you need help, you need help. Mm-hmm. But
2: it's better to be like that what than what not I at
1: all. Is, yeah, well, yeah, you've got to do that. But I think if you, again, if you can be that catalyst that can go, right, I can see there's someone not here, make a bit of connection with them and then maybe recommend, here's a number. Mm-hmm. Give them a phone. Mm-hmm. Speak to some specialist and something like that. I think a lot of people don't know how, where to start. Yeah. And I think that's a huge problem. I would
2: say as well, if you guys are happy to share, have you had professional help? Have you guys went to doctors about mental yeah, health? Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, I have as well. So there's an example of taking it to the next stage. If you can't get help with them, your peers or your family or whatever, yeah. do seek professional help because... Yeah. That they know about this, they've studied this. They know that mm-hmm. if they do need to give you drugs, anxiety, whatever, that you know what's the dosage you start off. That you know they've studied for ten plus years, whatever, <laughs> like to do this. They they're not they're not schmucks.
1: No, I, I'd say that over the last four years. Now because obviously th- th- there was stuff going on before this that got me and it was it was my health, that this unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was finding was when I was going and I was looking for answers and I wasn't getting those answers, every time I got a, a door slammed shut in my face, it would make it worse. And then I go to the next thing and make it mm-hmm. worse. And then you get more anxious about that yeah. and make it worse. So when I did go and see... So I have seen a clinical psychiatrist psychologist um counsellors um teen and um I, I felt the counsellors for me were the were the best uh, you know and a lot of that t- to be honest was before any this happened I had quite bad rage issues mm-hmm. yeah, and was same. trying to manage my rage mm-hmm. and my wife had said to me she says, yeah, you need to get your rage under control because it's gonna get you into trouble one day mm-hmm. and I was aware of it. I've always had a, a bit of a rage since it was mid teens
3: mm-hmm.
1: but I went and got it done and I have to admit, someone had told me, they said, look, don't just settle for the first one. It's like going to yeah. you know, buy a new pair of shoes. You'll put something on and you will, nah, they're not that comfy. So don't just settle for them because they're a pair of Nikes or whatever you want to get.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You need to... If, Find the right one I for met, you. I met some counsellors. Yeah. I, I met some that reminded me too much of my wife and I felt well, I couldn't fully open up about stuff. You know what I mean? I, Someone maybe reminded me of an old teacher or, or something like that. Lover. <laughs> yes,
2: well,
1: another know But then when you
2: go. You've seen. <laughs> you
1: rest in peace, Mr. Johnson.
2: You've seen The um, <laughs> Sopranos, though. You've seen The Sopranos. This is why I think Sopranos is one of the all time best TV series because they actually dive into mental health and legit as well. And that was like early two thousand. I've seen that. you watch Sopranos and watch. How they've done that, and that was an era that was mental health was not really talked about. People said, "Well, you what you've got, you've got something wrong with your head." Okay, if you're not hearing what next week, you're fucking done. That was cutthroat, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But they were ad- they were addressing it then. I advise watching people watching to watch Sopranos because they do tackle that issue of how they, this can't happen to a fucking. Well, the, what happens is it happens to the the main character who's a big fucking mobster who is the the dawn, So you would not expect, there you go, the larger life character to have it.
1: One thing I will say about all this for self-help, if people are listening. <clears throat> but they fucking better be. They is... They'll be
2: watching they
3: eh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although not fucking watching. <laughs> but in terms of a lot of, the one thing that I got given right at the start, and because I was like, nah, I, I totally poo-pooed it, mm-hmm. Was CBT, this is cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. Now this is becoming huge again.
0: Yeah, I've done this too, like I've went through that as well. Yeah. yeah.
1: What do you do? And how did you how did you find that, Sean? Like, cause I poo pooed it at first, and I'm only just getting back onto it now. So
0: oh, it changed the way I think, like I, completely the way I approach my work every day, and that like. Uh, it's like learning hacks, like, cause you know, I do have, I already have been like diagnosed with like a kind of uh a mild ADHD, and one mm-hmm. of the ways to mm-hmm. you can go on medication for it, but I didn't want to go on medication for it. At the time I wanted to try all the other ways, and uh, CDT was the one that that changed everything because, um, you know, like I, I just another a silly example, but one of them was just like when you know you've got twenty five things to do one day, how do you like? It's easier to just go all oh, shit and then just not do any. But uh, like it, it taught me how to like look at what's the most urgent and you know prioritize stuff and and think about things like one step at a time as opposed to looking at the monumental 15 angles. <laughs> yeah, you just go right. Okay, I'm yeah. going to do this first because you know I've got this deadline or what or and then do that first. I'm not saying it's like a perfect science. Like it, you get the old way of thinking sometimes as well, but it's. It definitely does, but help. you would
2: do though. You would do because you've been thinking that way all your life until somebody else has had yeah. the input. You, all you yeah. know is what you think.
1: Yeah, I think I, I've heard people talking about the anxiety side and using CBT, and they say, "Yeah, I still get anxious. Mm-hmm. I'm still an anxious person, mm-hmm. but now I know why. Yeah, do you exactly. know what I mean? Now, now I, I learn to manage it. Yeah. I've learned that, and I think that's really, really important. Really for important.
2: To just, yeah. to just... I need to do this. I I need to do the CBT stuff because I've had anxiety for. Like majority of my life, and I didn't know what it was, yeah. why I was getting flustered. Why I first noticed that actually, Sean, when um, I was starting to work in a standard life, when I would mm-hmm. get anxious and no one, I was like, "What the hell is that? That's weird." And then it kept on happening, and it was like day. And then it happened every day, and months, and then I was like, "Oh shit, this is." Odd.
1: Did you find a lot of that was like work, like in terms 100%. of what you're meant to do for the day? Like, yeah, because I couldn't
2: control it. If I can feel like I can't control an issue, yeah. I'm like, oh, um, that's why I like to do stuff my own way. As soon as, it's not to be selfish, but it's just because it helps me control my anxiety. See, that,
1: that's I'm, I'm really glad. See, again, you guys have just brought this mm. up and. That is quite a fairly new thing for me. Okay. Now, I don't know if this is a manifestation of other stuff, but now that I'm starting my business... Mm. Jealous. I'm, it's almost like I sometimes find, like, the passing of Callum, I've maybe used that as a bit of an excuse not to mm. be more proactive. You know, if it wasn't that, it was COVID or something like that. But I've literally got a task, jobs that I've got to go in price mm-hmm. or jobs that I've got to go on in invoice. And it's not a case of now... Well, if I don't do it, I'll get a telling off at work or something. Like that. It's okay, <laughs> Shut so. yourself in the mirror. If I don't do the that. What fuck are you doing? I'm not going to put food on my table. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Okay. It, 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 that's, and this, this garage mm-hmm. is meant to be a big sort of office space, place for me, workshop, stuff. Like that. It is an absolute squalor just now. It's mi- miles away from how I want it to be because I come in here and I don't know where to begin. And I stand here like mm-hmm. that, you know, for about. 10-15 minutes and I'm like my head's minced and then I, I end up pacing, I go into the kitchen, I'll go and do something and I'll find something different to do, it's a, an excuse for not doing that and before I know it, I'm in my bed at night and I'm going,
2: why the fuck did I do not that. do that? What
1: the fuck have yeah. I done today? Yeah. But you
2: know what though the biggest thing you need then, you need to get a whiteboard or something, write down what your accomplishments want to be and yeah. set them as goals and what I've realised yeah. I'm not even joking, I was that depressed that I felt like it was a complete win when I took a shower. That's how mm. fucking low I've been. When I was like, Holy yeah. fuck, I've done a, I I've took a shower, like and I feel like I got a, a huge dopamine hit off it. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking yeah. serious man. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like,
1: yeah.
2: What the fuck?
1: People keep saying to me about uh, journaling, so mm-hmm. they're saying like, um Yeah. I I I've got I've got sleep apnea. <laughs> just one of my one of my many skills. <laughs> many uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. attractive features. <laughs> Sounds like um, electricity like so, all
2: night like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but luckily Hello. he's a fucking Marvel character, you so know. he can actually like conjure electricity.
0: <laughs> Remember, I'm a spark; I can rig the power. <laughs> the the house is powered by uh, are snoring at night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: when, you, when, when I first heard about wearing a, a mask and stuff mm. like that in bed, I thought, great! I mean, I'm going to look like Bane, or I'm going to look like a gimp, <laughs> and I don't look like it like either. <laughs> I just honest to God, like how how my wife can resist me, you know, between this moustache <laughs> and the small bit I'm a sleep at I don't know. But they may um, actually
2: record you. But my
1: sleeping I'm so fucked in my sleeping. Mm-hmm. And see when I've got mental thoughts going through my head, I'll wake up at like three in the morning. And I'm like, Oh shit, I need to do that. Mm. i forgot to do that. And I can't and people have told me, have a journal at the side of your bed yeah. so you don't forget so you can do no, appointments or something like that write it down, and then go back to sleep. And I've started doing it, and it I've not done it religiously uh-huh. yet, but it is starting to work. Um, but the other thing that I've downloaded, which I got given right at the start as well, was um, it's, I can't remember the name of it now. modern um, Imperium? No, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> it is called uh, The Foundation of Good Mental Health. Mm. And it's Send it, four CDs. that yeah, I've got it here. So, I get this this is from the NHS. So, if anyone, uh, if anyone in, in the UK is listening, you can go to your doctor and ask for it. It's called the foundation of good mental health. Now, NHS again, is just Scotland, though. See, if you're not very <laughs> open mind, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> if you're not very open minded on it, when you first listen to it, it's very, it is, it's like meditation. So you listen to it, and it's like that. But they t- they teach you how to tense up your body, and then let go, mm-hmm. and then you realise that tension that you may be holding isn't as bad as what you think. Mm. So they do the mental side of it and they do the muscle relaxation and then they do the mental side of it. I've only done three days. Now, it's a 12-week course. I've only done three days and then fucking poo-pooed it. I've just gone, nah, fuck this. Mm-hmm. This isn't for me. So I, what I would say is you really, really need to dedicate time. You need to set an alarm on your on your phone mm-hmm. or journal again and just say, I'm going to spend... At night, this is going to help me go to sleep. And if you fall asleep listen to it with headphones on, it's fine. It's still doing its thing. That's what they've told you. You can still hear mm-hmm. it. Um, so I've been told that. And the counsellor that I've been seeing recently, she's come up with a really good thing. If your mind's getting really, really busy and you've got loads and loads of thoughts coming into your head during the day, what to do is picture that on a cinema screen mm-hmm. and shrink it down to the size of a postage stamp. Mm. And she says, what to do is, if that's coming into your head during the day, shrink it down to the size of the postage stamp and then take it off the screen and put it into a box. And she says, pick a time, whether that's six, seven, eight o'clock at night. And she says, I'm going to open that box again at that time. And for 15 minutes... I open that box up and I'll worry about it. Mm-hmm. Oh. But until that time, I've not yeah. got time for that. That's a, That's a great
2: uh, way. It's a physical physical way of dealing with a, a mental situation, isn't it? And because yeah. probably you're tricking your brain into being like offloading it. It's <clears throat> yeah. it's yeah, it's crazy how you need to yeah. do some physical ways of actually tricking your brain yeah. into letting go. Like th- this yeah. is what happened to me. Like I had when I had the like the worst of my depression was in yeah. November so my wife's um, dad was going through cancer and all this stuff and all these other things were piling up, moving house. The daughter was going to be born. It's like all these things are just like, they came on top of me. And you know what? I just fucking laughed off like the idiot that I'm. Hey, I just, no problem for me, Fanny boys. And then when, when, because I didn't like deal with it, it was at the back of my head. So it was manifesting and just getting bigger. And then one day when other shit was going on, in my life, like boom, exploded. and went, "Hey, you forgot about me, And It's like mm-hmm. it, I got brought back to that point where the the trauma was happening. It was fucking crazy that they yeah. had to do that. Yeah, it
0: always comes back.
2: Yeah, no. no. Yeah, it's a fucking I mean, boomerang. Uh,
1: that that was a hard <laughs> bit for me as well because people people don't know, but Michael, my connection to Michael is Michael Steve. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: Kevin, Kevin, uh, her brother. Him and me were born on the same ward, like two weeks apart. So my mum and dad met them in the birthing unit. Crazy, So I knew Karen's (laughs) dad, Stephen, and I called him uncle Stephen, and he was he wasn't blood related, but he was my (laughs) uncle. And I'd seen (laughs) it happen quite a lot over the years to friends and family. And when I was told about Stephen, I again it brought I was like, no, not Mm Stephen, because he was. A massive character in my life. He was a big, big personality. He was funny. And and he was like Michael in terms of (laughs) he was a funny guy. He was the guy that you go to. He was the guy that you'd never think would, you know, have mental health problems or anything. And he never showed any of that. Never to us anyway. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? He was maybe a different generation. Mm -hmm. But whether he went through it or not, he probably probably did. I mean, he was a police officer for years. He would have seen a lot of Mm -hmm. horrible, horrible shit. Mm-hmm. And he still came back to his family and stuff like that, smiling. So, when Uncle, you know, when Stephen left, that was a fucking huge shock to my system mm-hmm. because he was one of my role models mm-hmm. that had been gone. He was he was untouchable, and um, I think over the years as well, when role models of mine have have died, and nine times out of ten it's been from cancer. Yeah, you just start to realize, well, wait, am I fucking untouchable? And now that I've got a family, my biggest fear is leaving my family without any money, you know, would it, would it put them into debt, me not being here and stuff like that. So I think this is another reason that I've maybe gone self-employed to try and make my own sort empire, mm-hmm. um, my own little imperium. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's um, a bit of a, you know, I just want to make sure that I'm providing for them and I can do as much as I can whilst I'm still fit and able. Because let's face it, none of us have got a crystal ball. Mm -hmm. And see if we did, I don't think I'd want to look into the future. I don't think I'd want to know. Do you know what I mean? So you can only only go with what's in front of you and take each day as it comes. Don't let it consume you, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, well, exactly, we control what you can control and let go of the shit that you can't. Like for me, like you were talking about previously, Darrell, about anger and that. My anger's been crazy throughout the whole my life. I'll be honest, it's probably my worst quality. <clears throat> How stuff can make me like get bammed up pretty fast and I'm just like, boom, like a bloody mm-hmm. volcano. Um, but, you know, Sean, Sean's thinking about FIFA Straight away, he's thinking about how I'm going to be funny. He's like, Oh, look at him. Because I'll go, <laughs> bloody rage, our asshole. And he'll fucking be pit. He actually helps me get out of my rage fast. Because he's pity sitting there fucking laughing. <laughs> like,
0: I get why he's laughing. I get, I, I get why you're angry because it's bullshit what's happening. But it's just hilarious. But, when you, it? but this is the
2: thing with life when you let go of these <laughs> things that mean nothing, you're freeing yeah. up more resource to tackle other issues you're freeing up fucking resource to yeah. i don't know like ease yourself out when when you're in these states like complete anger like yeah you need to get help
0: yeah
1: did, 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 how did you i know that from what michael's told me sean as well like you've obviously had a lot of frustrations mm-hmm. and you know bits in your life how how did you because obviously you've you've heard me talking about it and Michael yeah. talking about, it, but how have you? Because so, everyone's different, yeah. really, aren't
0: they? But... Well, one of the big things for me is I mentioned it on the podcast. Is uh, so I moved to Canada in uh, May twenty sixteen. I already knew about it that I was moving from late 2015. So been here for a while, and uh, and uh, I think that's honestly, other than the independence and the progression in my career and things like that, uh, like doing this has been the biggest. Uh, it's deemed the best thing I've ever done uh, for many reasons but um, you know we were talking earlier about things that's happened in our lives and that and the problems and the things that you think you can block out and run away from, they never really go away and mm-hmm. you like, you might like no. change your environment, god I changed my country, it's like 3,000 odd miles away it's, and and the problems <laughs> are still there and I, and I remember getting to the end of the first year I wasn't here it was, I think I moved the name and then by that that end of that year, I was like, oh man, like, I'm, now that I've settled down and this is not all new anymore, because when it's new, it's more exciting and you, you know, distracted and whatever, because it's all new. But then when I settled down in that, I was like, oh man, I still need to deal with some stuff. And obviously, uh, mm. like, uh, I don't have a good, I don't talk to my dad anymore and uh, I've not talked to him for a long time. Uh, but that was a big part in my childhood for like 12 years. You know, I was wrestling that before I kind of just eventually said, no, I don't want to do it anymore. And but I, I ran away from that in a way when I moved here, but I, I didn't know that at the time, but this is how I think that I did it. So I ran away from that away. Uh, only to know that it was still right there when the time came again. And, um, and it's like what we talk about was was talked about. We all at some point had a choice: you either face it and try and deal with it, or you don't. And I just felt like it was that point where I had to start dealing with it. And it, when I started dealing with it, I say uh, like I went to like to see a psychiatrist and that talked about everything, in my upbringing. You know, you know, you know, you guys know about it. Like uh, yeah. it's a whole, mm-hmm. you know, all life story kind of thing. But and then I realised that uh, through you know. I chased my whole life trying to feel loved by someone that never loved me in the first place. At least I don't think so anyway. So um, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, I'm cutting the story way short, but essentially what the message I want. the sex was scenes?
3: Was...
2: <laughs> where's the sex scenes? Come on. <laughs>
0: uh, up next on Inside Out Podcast. Uh, <laughs> this is Inside Out Raw. It's a new programming that's coming out each week. But but yeah, Why so that's basically my... the story, so I basically uh, you know, d- dealt with that over time, and then eventually I feel like that changed my life in a lot of ways, and thank God I had a good support from the other side of our family, my daughters, my mum, and that, mm. because it would have been a very, very different story if I didn't have that, so I count not at the end of the day, it's got to come from within, right? You've got to deal with it yourself, even if you've got good support, you need to do that yourself, so. Oh, yeah. So that was one thing, but that's, uh, that's a big a big thing for me. It changed my life. I uh, still believe that's the, you know, like you said about the, the switch, like that was the switch. I went, okay, I don't know what to do anymore. I need to get help. And I got help. And thank God I'm better off. Did, it, you, did you let that
1: manifest for a while? Like, was it like, all oh, oh, right, You know, like I was saying earlier, yeah. like, oh, tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. Yeah. One day you went, fuck this. Yeah. I need to
0: do this now. Well, uh, exactly. Yeah, because I tried to, because I had to build, I had to like, I never been through, the biggest change is, like, I didn't know anybody here. Like, my brother was here when they, for the first week and then he left. And then I was on my own. I didn't have anybody here, right? So I had to make friends, I had to make, uh, like, I was working and, you know, I started building a whole new life, but I was very much alone in the beginning. And uh, then I realised these kind of things that I was thinking because i'm out in my comfort zone i didn't know like i had my friends that call i had my family that call i did the same things you know like i live my life just like i do here now but it's just when you change it it's like oh i'm asking myself all these questions again and then yeah like a reboot yeah it is but then you know honestly it all comes down to like you know just facing it or not and i think the other thing is as well is you know, everybody wants to help other people, but you, you know, you really need to look inward first and help yourself before you can help anybody else. I think legit, absolutely legit that. talk, absolutely. The, the,
1: no. the, you can't sp- uh, spread yourself, too you? Think? Yeah. Because you're just going to implode, and if you, if you're trying to help people on a weak foundation that you've you've not, you know, helped yourself yet, yeah. You know, it's like trying to pull someone through an icy lake. You're just going to pull yourself right through with them. Exactly. Do you know what I mean, it's it's um. But yeah, I find in the mornings, you know, that bit in the morning when you wake up and you're not quite awake. Awake, but you're not quite asleep. <laughs> yeah. And you know when that your ears pop and you hear everything, you know, you can hear mm. the kettle downstairs or something like you that. Become more aware of this. But in that bubble, in that moment, mm. you're in this sort of euphoria of Bliss. You know, ignorance. <laughs> Nothing yeah. This blissful ignorance of you're just in existence. Mm-hmm. You don't really know. You've not got an agenda for the day. You, you, all those. And that that moment's really nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like when that pop goes and then you go, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a mountain of work to do. Yeah. I've got a mountain of this. So true. I've got a mountain of that. Yeah. But then that's a good starting point. You're like, I've got a day. Let's see what I can do in a day. For me, when I'm lying in my bed the same time, 12 hours later, and I've gone, I've done fucking nothing today. Mm-hmm. That's what really annoys me, mm-hmm. and you're like, I've wasted a day, but when I stopped smoking, I have to admit that was a, the biggest achievement for me mm. was stopping smoking, and that will be ten years in November that I've stopped. Mm-hmm. But not cock. But
3: yeah. <laughs> no, not well, that Back, back then he was that putting things uh, two things in his mouth. Now it's only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, crossing swords Awful gaggy. <laughs> um, I
2: don't know if you heard the last episode, but me too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Selfish portion. Um, nah, I just, I,
1: I just want to get to a point like when I when I stop and smoking, it would get oh, day one, day two, day three, day four, and see once you start getting that tally behind mm. you. And they say, I think they say it's three weeks to create a new habit mm-hmm. to change something. It takes you three weeks. Mm-hmm. So if you can, if I can get to three weeks of thinking a bit more positive, or or even saying to myself, mm-hmm. you know, today. <laughs> Just have, just have under a thousand calories today, please, Daryl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. or, 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 or masturbate less, or at least not masturbate on the back of a bus. Do you know what I mean? It's, if there's a tick box that I can yeah. try and get through, I think that's a a, a big thing. I, I think journaling, CBT, chaining the winds, getting self help, chaining the winds, man. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But if- it's just trying to build new routines. And now that we're out of COVID, mm-hmm. it's like right we had habits, we had good habits, we had hobbies, it's now trying to get into yeah. a thing of right, new hobby, I mean my new hobbies, is, not it? Inside out. Shoot, <laughs> shit, start well, <laughs> I hate to
2: say it, but my uh, hobby through the whole of COVID has been fucking speaking to Sean like this. <laughs> We've, we we actually always wanted to record this for years, but didn't do it until yeah. last December. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: but- See, I always wanted to do do a podcast. You made my dream come true. You're you're doing it
1: right now. If this is the only podcast I do, then that's brilliant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can show your
2: family and that. Take this link here. (laughs) It's me. And I was mentioning the one before that as well.
0: (laughs) 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 But honestly, I think, Daryl, the message that you're putting out there and what you've said on here and and the stories that you've told and what you have been through. Fantastic. I just think it's unbelievable, and I think that, you know, it's like you're a credit to yourself, and and uh, also, like, you know, it, it will help people, there's no question about it. Like, yeah. someone that listens to this that's got something, and they not even do the same thing, but just knowing that somebody else has went through something, whether it's equal or worse or whatever, it's just, you know, you, people can find some kind of uh, inspiration for that.
2: Legit.
1: No, and, I, I, no. I, listen, I really appreciate you having me on, and and like I say, it it's been great for me hearing you guys hearing my reaction to how you guys have, in some shape or form, helped helped me. It's ridiculous, and I can't compute it, man. If someone's listening <laughs> to this, no, it's no, just it's, like how the bit, fuck is that even? Hopefully, reading? this is a chain reaction. Mm. You know, hopefully, you know, you guys, you know, bringing up the subjects of mental health on previous shows and stuff like that, me listening to it, making that connection. Now me coming on mm-hmm. and doing this, hopefully someone will listen to this. Get your perspective, hearing a, a third a third person talking about it, and and if they go away and say, oh, listen to this," and mm-hmm. not even that, maybe take away some of the things that we said about CBT or something like that, or or, or talking to that guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the shop on the, on the routine to work in the morning mm-hmm. something yeah. like that, and making a connection and reaching out and helping another person, I think that's really powerful. So powerful. Do you know what I mean? And if that's what we get yeah. out of this, then for me that's that's missing a context yeah. you know
2: 100% I mean? and I think that everybody needs to know that when it comes to facing these issues everybody's got the fight you've all yeah. got the fight you yeah. just need to be aware that it's there
0: yeah. all the answers are really within yourself, you just don't Would know you? where it is yet you need to figure that out and, and by the way another big lesson that people can take away through this, if some guy creepy guy adds you on Facebook and there's a neutral <laughs> trend <laughs> accept the friendship and, and you know what, just go a step th- further and get them on your podcast
2: <laughs> yeah, and you
1: too could do a, some a
2: podcast like this
1: some catfishes can be quite good <laughs>
2: more <laughs> like a monkfish but okay so <laughs> well,
0: honestly Daryl thanks a lot for coming on in that because it's been, it's been really good chat really good, and uh, in, I know that uh, people get so much value from it no,
1: it's been it's been. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure, and I've given up a date night tonight. So um <laughs> you're not getting your hole. <laughs> <laughs> nah, there's no napkin cold for me. So <laughs> I'm going to my cold pizza, <laughs> cold pizza, it. and these nasty but, uh, sleep out
0: on the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> What a <laughs> night. <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm really hard after See, You know that. what, she'll
1: probably hear the garage door open and she'll go, oh, fuck, he's out. Like I'll go upstairs and pretend I'm asleep. <laughs> I can't be bothered listening shite. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, seriously, thanks Thanks so much. This is, even setting all this up, what a
2: laugh. Well, I mean, I said it all, be. like, come on, just give me a bit of credit.
0: <laughs> Michael uh, gets an A-plus for his IT skills. Yes. <laughs> Sean gets no. a
2: B minor for the banter, and yeah. moustache C minor for okay <laughs> I was,
1: i have to admit, seen now seen myself on the camera, <laughs> I quite like it. Yeah, nobody else. <laughs> I think I might go off and have a ham. sham <laughs> nobody
3: else can see this.
0: <laughs> so usually at the end of the episodes, I usually say and like, what's your uh, what's your takeaway for the week?" But Daryl, you know, fuck it, I'll put you on the spot. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go for it. What's your uh, takeaway for the listeners this week? Could do anything, by the way. I'd
1: say the ta- <laughs> I'd say the takeaway is just if you're feeling crap, if you're feeling low, no matter to what level, mm-hmm. just talk to somebody about it. You know, find someone that you, you think you'd be surprised who you talk to mm-hmm. will probably open up and maybe share their stories. Mm-hmm. And if you're not comfortable going to that, I'd, I'd maybe go and speak to you know, your GP, mm-hmm. or, or go online and find, just type it, Google's amazing, you know, you'll find something, Indeed, whether it's someone private <laughs> or something like that, <laughs> and uh just help, helps out there, yeah. it's just, you know, taking being brave and taking that first big step, because like you said, Sean, no one can help themselves more than you have to be that person to give yourself the first push, do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, there's there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel. It's just persevere.